My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Welcome to the greatest podcast you could ever find anywhere on the interwebs. It's your mom's house. I'm Tom. She's Christina. We have uh, it's Christine. Great, Christine. I'm Todd. We have a great show plan for you hey y'all we do have a great show y'all today (laughs) and you know what they say great shows when rubbing your armpits together and they stink that's what they say sounds like that old texas saying we were hey well we were (laughs) we were down in texas you know y'all hey y'all well (laughs) you know what they say Texas is good for two things, queers and steers. And I don't see no horns coming out of your head. Okay. Yeah. It was great. I had a lot of barbecue. I love me some barbecue. Yeah, it was really good food. Really nice people. Really it was fun. Nice. But we're going to have to start saying y'all now, which is going to be difficult. If we go there again. If we go there again. There's so many other places to live. Y'all, you know where I want to check out y'all. Where y'all? Where? Wyoming. I like Wyoming too. Big open land. Just be up there with Kanye and friends. <laughs> is that where he goes? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's got a big old ranch up there. Mm. Goes up there when he's having an episode. A breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds perfect. And then other people come visit him and tell him he's fine. He's not. <laughs> you know what I really liked about Austin, though, mm-hmm. is they're not hysteria about COVID. I like that they're yeah. like, I don't wear no fucking mask. And yeah. then we're shaking hands. And I was like, whoa, dude. Handshakes out of the gate. <laughs> they yeah, basically like, are they're like, like, they go like, are you stupid? Or, you know, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like that. And they shake your hand. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. You're not a queer, yeah. is you? They, they have the... The masks, they all have like masks like on their chin. They're like, do you want me to do it? <laughs> I will if you want me to, but I don't I want to do it. And you're like, okay. <laughs> they were like, yeah, yeah it was always. Like, a, I guess don't do it. And they're like, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, it was always a dance. And there was one particular. And we got COVID tested. Yeah, negs, negs. We got back. Yeah. Super neg. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that sounded like a different word. I didn't mean <laughs> that to sound that way. But that swab was aggressive let me tell you that guy swabbed my mind yeah he was like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. i know you, you got it was terrible but yeah. we're negative so super negative and uh um, negative yeah there yeah. was one guy we were talking to in momston and if i'm negative you're negative because we were fuck partners that's right <laughs> there was one guy <laughs> who was so close to us who was talking and he was larger heavier gentleman and he was sweating oh my god profusely sweating he was profusely sweating talking at us and i was like whoa bro yeah you need to slow your roll homie he was 
he was re- and he was so fired up so fired up yeah and he was he was so worked up that he was like he was working himself out of breath <laughs> and then he was making me anxious yeah because of how he was just like, rub, 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 rub. Yeah. like okay 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 calm down he couldn't slow it down he was just super pumped to he see was you excited. i think he was a fan he was excited i know he was nice very nice guy a lot of nice people there well lots of nice people tom well <laughs> You know what they say. You know what they say. If you fuck your dad on a Friday, <laughs> you're going to have a hell of a weekend. Welcome to Texas, y'all. So, If your pussy stinks, you put a whoa. hammer inside of your coot. I don't know. All right. I can't think of anything. Um, there's so much to do. We have great well, clips. We have a great guest. We have great songs. Oh, we have my. great emails. So many exciting. <laughs> it's going to be a banger. And real quick to mention, uh, unbelievable feedback. And I'm so happy specific, specifically, specifically that so many people were blown away, as they should be, at how funny Ian Bag is. Oh, my life. Because we've known it for years. You've heard us talk. If you listen to this show a long time, there's nobody like him. And uh, I got so many messages of people being like, this guy is so fucking he funny. He really is. He really is. Go go stream the albums. Go watch the specials. And uh, when you can, go get a ticket because it's, it's really something to see him live. He's, He's a really joy. funny. He's such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I really enjoy having him on. We got to have him back soon. I know. So funny. Uh, <laughs> go to merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura. There's a new Thick Boy Nation hoodie. There's a new YMH zip up hoodie. And there is a new jean hoodie, two new jean hoodies. Oh, M All new for hoodie season, which is here now. <laughs> mm. All right, opening the show. You ready to go? I'm ready. Let's do I'm it. Ready to go. So I just seen this girl's ass in the other aisle, about four aisles over. Now she had a big ass, but. It wasn't the good big ass. See, there's uh, several different variations of having a big ass. There's a good big ass, there is an okay big ass, and there is a bad big ass. This shit is big time! Who's Randy? Don't bring anyone mother Can't wait this. for the breakdown. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. seems like a pretty cool guy he does seem like a official cool guy here's the deal man though is that because i don't really have a great ass i don't really look at asses on other people i've kind of just like written myself out of the ass Babe, game. you have a great ass i don't it's a disc- it's a shelf it's not an ass i've got tits the lord blessed me with tits <laughs> but no ass and that's fine i'm fine with it but do you, you know what i think he'll be the judge no, okay. okay yeah <laughs> you're right don't you dare inject yourself right. into this conversation. Right. You don't know anything. This guy knows everything. 
And this is my favorite thing about a cool guy, okay, is not just having this information floating around in your head, but making a video and sharing it with the world. <laughs> That's important. That's the important thing. Yeah. You know? A bad big ass will be something mm. where an ass is the shape of SpongeBob SquarePants. It's kind of just like a big square. Mm. It just looks sloppy. It looks messy. That's it's me. like the small dick of having a yeah. big ass. The small dick of having a big ass. Never have there been truer words spoken. <laughs> this guy is phenomenal. I'm going to put it like this. Uh, her big, weird, square pants ass over there, I'm not into it. I'm sure it was real. It was just kind of sloppy. Mm. It's the kind of big ass that when you come home from working a hard day's work, 12 hours, 14 hours, breaking your back, you come home and you look at your girlfriend and your wife's ass, you're just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Now, me personally, I would rather have a woman with no ass than a big fake ass. If you have naturally wide hips, if you're naturally thick and you go to the doctor and you get a fake ass and it matches your body, it's all well into the good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of women on social media platforms who do all kinds of stuff and modeling and they got these disgusting fake asses. And it's really just it's getting to the point now where I'm just I want to vomit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My my fake ass that I hate the worst, I hate when chicks that have absolutely no muscle tone in their thighs or their legs, they get these big fake asses and yet their legs don't match. Mm. Don't, yep. Isn't there anything worse than like that? It just looks like two big uh, oh. kickballs with oh. sticks for legs. It's really disgusting. I'm actually really? getting really tired of it. So. Yeah. Very tired oh. of it. Yeah. If you'll excuse me, I gotta go. Oh, thank now you. Now there's a cool guy. <laughs> Uh, this guy, first of all, thank you for making this, thank sir. You, this sir. is a great explanation, and, and he makes a lot of good points. Mm. I'm glad that he took the time out of his day to update us on these ads. Well, and I, you know what's really great about this cool guy is that he was so moved by his own thoughts. I mean, he he's shopping. To, he's in the shoe that's aisle. That's what right I mean. Yeah. He had to stop at Target or Walmart. He's like, I got to talk to you about these fake asses. I'm. <laughs> Right now, there's a lady two aisles over who's just living her life, but she makes me want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt the need. I'm compelled to tell you guys about it. Yeah. It's pretty what cool. A cool guy. Hey, you're a pretty cool guy. You're pre <laughs> How soon into dating him do you realize what a cool guy he is? Pretty soon. It, you, you think it's, not, it's like for it's on the approach? You here's know? the thing. Now, he's a high level cool guy yeah. where like... He's the kind of guy where you could think that he's not that cool, and then you would find out. He would he would he would um, show his colors, and right. you'd be like, "Oh!" But I don't think it would be that deep. But I mean, like, if there's a spokesman that they're looking for to represent the cool guys, he's the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, he could definitely. Well, because he's pretty well put together he is in terms well put of together. most of the cool guys we encounter, he's and he's probably got way a... way more articulate. His vocabulary way is more off. That's what I'm saying. Like. We're talking about a press secretary for the cool guys? <laughs> I think we found him. <laughs> I think that they're like, who can stand well, up for us? And he's like, I got you guys. Well, Tom, it's <laughs> funny you mentioned this because Matt S. Uh, has su submitted this, and I think uh -huh. it's just fa fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he made, he's an attorney and he's a, as a licensed attorney in the state of Florida, mm -hmm. likely home of many cool 
Cool Guy Club members. I've taken it upon myself to draft on a pro bono basis the attached YMH Cool Guy application form <laughs> 2395. Oh my God, here it is. This is unbelievable. He writes, I believe this is a real, this you is a will real find document. it covers all the key elements of a proper cool guy. This is amazing. You Look guys at are going to love this. Oh my God. Department of FGTRTD. <laughs> 2395 form, cool guy application. <laughs> Are they a meth user, homeless, black guy who likes to fuck, TikTok account holder, a fucking Jew, retired double agent? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know that. If you've checked retired double agent, enter the number of baby rapers you've stamped. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at this, too. You put your name, your last name, your parole officer's first and last name. <laughs> Your self-assigned nickname and or title. Uh-huh. If homeless, check applicable sleeping location. Your babies, wherever you get free food. Free. <laughs> oh, my God. And here's an applicant's personal information. We're looking at teeth color, number of teeth missing, <laughs> direction of right eye, <laughs> direction of left eye, uh-huh. intensity of stare, uh-huh. number of strokes to climax. Last item placed in ass. Last location of public urination. <laughs> last location of public sex act. That's good. And then there's a yes and no boxes. Here we go. Ceiling fans. Yes or no. Oh, Unflattering good. camera angle. Yes or no. Yes. Applicant is nude. <laughs> yes. Someone else is nude. Yes. Shit lighting. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Inserting items into bodily orifices. <laughs> Uh-huh. Violent slash sexual theme. That's good. Use of the N-word. Very, very good. Yep. That's what you need. <laughs> Poly people slash NRE friendly. <laughs> oh, and this wow. is great, too. Catchphrase. And then women should. <laughs> you just finish the sentence. Women should. <laughs> Shut the fuck Look up. up. <laughs> Clean unprompted. <laughs> That is awesome. Have Who made this? pussies. This is so Matt amazing. Matt S., uh, an actual attorney in the okay. state of Florida. And Thank this you. is why you go to law school. Yeah. This is exactly why. <laughs> this is brilliant, sir. My favorite is direction. <laughs> Which way do your eyes go? <laughs> Less public There's a, It's amazing. This is, and it really looks like a government form. The way can we put this on the site somewhere so people, so people can, can download and fill it, fill it out? It's pretty amazing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, that must have taken at least two billable hours. (laughs) This guy lost money doing this shit. And we salute you, Matt. Matt. That's really fantastic. God bless you, you, Matt. Oh, you got another one? Yeah, there's there's a lot of mommy yeah, yeah. male redos. Uh, let's bring up, remember the infamous shark video from last yeah. uh, week? Okay, yeah. so regarding Here the video, to, uh, yeah, let's refresh, refresh everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Regarding the video, uh, I can I can confirm to you that he's speaking Romanian. Oh wow! Now I thought Ukrainian. Oh, judging by gypsy. The, yeah, judging by the accent, he's very likely from Transylvania. Roja cigan. He get a roja cigan. Gitano de mierda. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Word by word, he's saying, oh, fuck your mother's God. I have shat myself. <laughs> that sounds 100% like my tribe, being, uh, my neighboring tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck your mother's God being a very popular phrase around these parts. That basically means for fuck's sake. I feel very honored for our people to appear on your highly esteemed show. <laughs> <laughs> And we Romanians send you all the best and hope your country doesn't burn down to the ground because that would mean that the Russians will probably fuck us up, fuck us in the ass in the future. You got it, Claudio. Thank you so much for submitting this very important uh, piece of news. Yes, very important. Okay. Do you want to see... So you remember the really cool guy (laughs) with the, um, like... The Obama flag, flag thing in the Denver airport. I've been thinking about him a lot. I mean, he's... Denver he's, airport. He's out of control, this guy, right? I mean, Welcome to Revelation Unravel. <laughs> this program is a continuation of my series on the Denver International Airport. <laughs> this guy is unbelievable, International. Right? Uh, and mean, below Obama's logo, we have two stripes and three stripes, which look much more like streaks of blood. Now, <laughs> okay, unbelievable. I mean, the fact that... and So what I didn't realize... Man. Uh, we've... We've um we've seen him before. Uh, he he made a really cool 2016 election song, which th- the cool thing is you can repurpose it because there's a new election coming up. And just a reminder: here's that song. Oh, thank God. Okay. He made this. Donald Trump is the man. Let's put our nation into his hands. Mike Pence and Donald make a great team. They'll make our nation the greatest it's been. Excellent. I mean, it's a great song. Team um, and Bean. That's yeah. a slant run. <laughs> it's, it's just it's cool to know that he's on that side, <laughs> the right side. <laughs> if I was like, this is who likes the same guy as me, cool. <laughs> He's got it together. So, um, well, well, what's fantastic is he was doing a live stream, <laughs> and some of the mommies got in there. No! <laughs> <laughs> so we got him to say some YMH references. <gasps> you ready? Yeah. Let's see. To the revolution, <laughs> digital market, income, fed smoker. Let's see. I pray our dear leader picks the honorable RPC to replace RBG. Let's see. RPC. I'm not sure. RPC. That's Robert Paul Champagne. yesterday. To replace. Were appointed, but I Ruth Bader. forgot now what their initials all were. Yeah. So he, he's consi- he's, he was told that Robert Paul Champagne uh, should replace um, Ruth, Justice Ruth, Ruth Bader, Bader Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Yes. Which would be an amazing thing. To see RPC on the Supreme Court, yeah, hearing arguments and and writing <laughs> well, his opinions. Yeah, I'm thinking that maybe well, I, I, I think, to, think guy. You want to have sex in the streets? It should be fine. You should be able to masturbate. So funny that they actually got him to say it. Fed smoker. It's <laughs> amazing. Uh, Look man. at his shrine behind him. Boy, oh boy, he is really into the Lord. It's an encouraging sign <laughs> of sanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got an altar. 
pretty Holy great. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, yeah. Well, that is normal. Huh? You want to read another one? You have another one? Yeah. People were really upset about RBG's death. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. People were yeah. really crying on Instagram. Oh, this is interesting. What up, Chomos? I was watching episode 570. Christina, you turned down the heat and turned up the AC and then put a hoodie and sweatpants on and got into bed thinking you were going to cuddle with your husband. If Tom runs hot, you don't need to bundle up. Get naked and use your cold body to cool him off while he warms you up. And while you're at it, eat his ass. Do your wifely duty and make him come harder than RPC. Quit being a scared little bitch and take some pride in satisfying your husband. Please realize it's not about you. It's about making him come so hard. As, okay, I'm going to throw up. The point being, Stuart, <laughs> thank you. Is um, he's Stuart. I, Stuart, I appreciate your let's logic. Let's get this guy a free T-shirt, okay? <laughs> All right. Oh. Oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, man. You want me to do that? Well... <laughs> But I, I understand what he's saying is that it's silly because you, you, I, I was, I forced you to cuddle with me two days ago. Your body was so on fire. You, you keep really saying it. Are a, a meteor. You, but you're pointing out like every night now. You'll, you'll come over. You, you put your hand on me, and you're like, Jesus Christ, you're so hot. Right. And I do. I take Stewart's advice here because I am being stupid. If I'm wearing clothing, that yeah. is not a good idea. Because now you're I'm, a woman. A That's why you're being stupid, stupid woman. Right now. Yeah. And and I, I should clean up unprompted, but. Uh, that that makes a lot of sense, Stuart. Yeah. So I'm going to take that in consider into consideration. I, Thank I, you. I, into consideration. And I, by the way, I like that's kind of one of those things where you know we could probably get the uh, the cool cuddles going, and then maybe sexy times come, and then we both are like, hey, that was real nice. We laid naked in bed, and yeah. I I'll warm you up, and you'll cool me down. We'll be affectionate. Yeah, but th- here's the deal, man. Is what? that I give you, the, I, we do affection, and then you're immediately like, well, let's fuck now. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a guy. I'm warmed up. Right. You married a guy. Right. You want to fucking, you know, scissor with some chick who's like, let's read a book, then marry a chick. I'm a is, guy. Is affection too much to ask? I'm a man. Okay? I know you're a man. I'm a man. Can you cuddle for a minute and then we fuck? Give me five minutes of cuddling at least. Women are stupid. When you're done... Then you bagak, and then you're like off to get the sandwich downstairs, and then yeah. there I am. Right. I am a human male. Okay. Well, let's talk about it, human male. The other day, when we were in the Momston Hotel we were staying at, you walked down the hallway. We, were finished, we finished this great dinner mm-hmm. where we gorged ourselves like animals. You walked in front of me, and you go, mm. oh, I got a fart. And then I walked in the wake of your fart, and I'm like, you don't even respect me as a woman anymore. Like, you are purposely now farting and then i walk into the fart cloud you used to have some kind of respect for me so maybe if you treated me more like a lady i would you know what i'm saying with the cuddle you would be required to to make daddy call And I want to just to give mean, a, I want to give a plug. I think that the restaurant that made me fart was called Red Ash. It was so good. <laughs> it was so amazing. The God bread alone. It. Jesus Christ. Fuck, Fuck the points. That so night. good. We, I oh. ate to the point of, of it hurting my stomach. I filled it up with so much food. Oh, my God. Okay, here's another one. I, this is in the drops folder, Segura. So ready yourself. Hey, Jeans, I was moved by Tom's beautiful transition story from Tom to Tammy. As a fellow bearded guy and tennis player, I can relate to the story and don't feel my mediocre tennis talent is celebrated enough because I'm a man. (laughs) That being said, I have another rare talent, and that is transforming Tom to Tammy by the magic of drawing. Uh, This is 
beat me lean fan from Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. This is, you know what I love is I'm little... telling you, I could fuck <laughs> up some amateur women's tennis players. I've been playing a lot. He mastered your thighs and your little hiney there mm-hmm. and your, your fart. Your, I guess you're farting your skirt up. I think is, I'm just moving. No, looks like a fart wind. And then your pony is ridiculous. Your ponytail? <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Perfect. This is what I want to do. <laughs> and I think I should be accepted by the tennis community. <laughs> as one of the upcoming <laughs> rising stars in female women's tennis. <laughs> I think I'm immediately on the tour. <laughs> immediately. Well, they, here's the deal is that in today's culture, they can't refuse you. I was at, like, I identify. I am a woman. Here I am, guys. I was playing uh, yet. No, Sunday. I got to take you. And um, there was a guy who's one of like the really good players um, that I see regularly at the courts playing with a woman. And she was unbelievable. <laughs> she would. She was destroying I mean, she was legit like five zero, maybe I don't know higher than that. But she was she was really good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of superior female tennis players. We're not oh saying God. that, but I'm saying that we put you on the women's team and you could destroy the bottom players. Really, really, really demoralized. And get all kind of sponsorship. Yeah. I think it would be really fun. I think mm-hmm. you should ruin your life and try this. I think you hate me. I don't hate you. I love you. Well, for you to say that to ruin my <laughs> life. I'm your biggest fan. I'm happy for you two, I must say, because foosball is back. As much as I hate it when you watch the football game, I was really happy that you were watching the game and enjoying yourself and you and your dad call each other and you guys talk about the stupid game. It's cool. It's nice. It's really nice to see you enjoy that. And I think it's good for morale for this country. Yeah, I think it might be ending soon (laughs) Uh, with the news of, I don't know, Titans last week have... Players and personnel. Who knows how this is going to go? Because mm. if, if, if people start testing positive, and that's the thing about football is the teams are so big. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the NBA playoffs, they had them all move and live in a bubble, oh, right? Geez. So you, you like it, they really control the bubble. In the NFL, you have fifty-three roster players. You have a practice squad with another, I don't know, twenty-some players or something. Uh, personnel-wise, you know, there's a hundred personnel on each team. It's so many, so many people just on one team and there's 32 teams and like each of these people have you know uh friends family staff like associated with their lives yeah i think i don't know it could go sideways well but it it was really fun to watch some games it was was. fun to watch you watch the games because i know how much joy it brings you and your dad and stuff but we talk he's like you see that guy (laughs) he calls you what a catch he really caught that ball shit yeah. And I hear your conversations on speakerphone. I'm like, yeah. this is the dumbest conversation. Look, at, look how dumb this guy is. Missed this block. Shit. <laughs> your mother could have blocked that guy. <laughs> and mm. then your dad loves to make fun of my ignorance of the game as well oh, as yeah. your mom's ignorance. <laughs> ask, ask her. Ask Christina. Ask her what happens on a safety. <laughs> I'm like, I don't I'm know. Like, she doesn't know. He's like, of course. Dumb broad. <laughs> dumb broad. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through HIMSS, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. 
HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. HIMSS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You want to see a funny video? Well, I was just going to get into oh, yeah, the subject. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So the other, so you were watching, what was the team? The Green Bay Packers? Yeah, they were playing the Saints, and it, it was a phenomenal game. And then you were like, oh, oh, dude, <laughs> could you do a poll and ask people if they actually usually call the Packers the Fudge Packers <laughs> and the 49ers the 69ers? And then... Well, because I think that in in secret, like in everybody secretly at home, when yeah. you see the Packers, the Green Bay Packers, I'm immediately I, I I assume everybody goes, oh yeah, the Fudge Packers, yeah, or the Forty ers oh it's the Sixty ers yeah. like that so to me I, is where my brain would normally. I put that poll out there. <laughs> uh, over twenty thousand people voted. <laughs> Very important topic. Yeah. And look, was that fifty five percent? Is that what it says? Yeah. yeah. Say. Yeah, of course. Of course. They call the 49ers the 69ers and the Green Bay Packers the Fudge Packers. Uh, but 44% said no, I'm lame. What's going on with you people? Yeah. I yeah. mean, to me, that's a no-brainer, right? When you hear those words, you want to make them juvenile. Yeah. Well, this got us going, and I think we should really start pushing for the we laws need, to change. Well, we need to get people to reach out to the... Uh, organizations that are running the presidential debates and see if we can get one of the two candidates to commit. Will you force the NFL to change the name of the Green Bay Packers to the Fudge Packers and the San Francisco 49ers to the 69ers? We need to bombard the candidates, (laughs) Team Trump and Team Biden, and say, like, what side of history do you want to be on? You change the Washington Redskins to the team from Washington. You know, you're like, oh, that's offensive. I agree. (laughs) It was the right move. When are we going to, you know... Embrace the 69ers. San Francisco, it's just all gays. And then yeah. the Packers, <laughs> everyone knows that they're fudge Packers. 
Well, I think the point is, is that there should be more inclusive. I mean, that's right. Uh, the Packers. What does that even mean? But I know what a fudge packer is, and let's make that that, that section of look. You're hundred percent right. Good. Anybody disagrees is a fucking idiot. So hopefully. We'll get um, get a lot of people involved with this new movement. Change.org. Change.org. We need, we need to get the petition signed. And if we get enough signatures, you know, that could end up on someone's desk that could actually do something about it. How much fun would it be? In today's world, there's so much shit going on. Yeah. But if we actually got people to sign petitions to call the city. We need to get it signed and then, like, on the – like just. <laughs> Just have like a press conference where they're where they're asking Jerry Jones, like the owner of the Cowboys, do you think they should change the 49ers to the 69ers? He's like, what? (laughs) Do you think the Fudge Packers should be the name of the Green Bay Packers? He's like, I I don't know nothing about that, but I'll look into it. Uh, Why are you asking me this? Hey, look at this screen right here. This is pretty funny. (laughs) Oh, right into the back. Look at this guy. Look, where's my phone? Oh, there it is. (laughs) Got my phone. Just gonna hop off, and the driver's just like la la la, <laughs> keeps driving away. Damn, that's what's happening overseas. And if you let the Dems take, all right, so the communist countries. That is wild. That guy yeah. acted like nothing happened. That was crazy. Jeez, he flipped right into the bed. Homeboy went down. Didn't even scream. There's no. audio. On this. And there's like mm-hmm. he's just so chill. What Asian country is this happening in? Oh, fuck. His face went into the bed, like the back of that. He hit it with his whole face. Look, oh, there's got my your phone. phone. That's crazy. Is he barefoot? La, 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 la. He's got fucking uh, flip-flops on, too. Dude, did you see the one? Holy I don't think shit. I sent it to you on Instagram. I could probably text this to you, and you could put it on the screen. This is insane. This guy... Um, Yep, here it is here. I'm going to send this to you. This is so crazy. Should I email it to you? Yeah. This is um This guy is these are these guys are in Mexico. I don't even want to like describe it cuz it's just better it's just better to bring it up this video. It's so crazy that I'm not going to describe it. I'm just going to wait for you to bring it up. Um um tell me what you if you find this or not. I just saw I was I I was just scrolling and I think I I landed on this and I I could not believe it but it's really this dude's like behavior as this is happening that stands out almost more than what is being done okay watch sound yeah start from the beginning turn the sound up and go go big screen if you can here we go watch <laughs> He's like, what happened? Look at that dude. He's like, mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude. He must be loaded, right? Is he, uh, yeah, is he he's wasted? completely hammered. Yeah, but he's just—he didn't even flinch. Damn, he didn't flinch at all. He's fully close talked. range. Shot off the top of his head. <laughs> Look, and then somebody underneath there wrote, "Welcome to Mexico," because <laughs> that is that Damn. is in Mexico. So if you're listening, That's... a guy's at a backyard party. Puts a bottle of liquor on his head, and then from Jesus a few Christ, feet man. away, a guy with a pistol shoots it off of his head. I mean, the dude next to him is all of us, right? The guy who's like, "What the fuck?" Oh my fuck. god! So that's crazy. the right reaction. Yeah, yeah exactly. And the other guy's like, "What happened?" And uh, if he you're just like, "Fucked up," you worried about the uh, cops being called here? <laughs> Don't worry about it. 
Jesus Christ. I know. I know. It's so. In- Look at him. He's like, what? What? Yeah. Do this all the time. Let's see. <gasps> he closes his so eyes. So close. So he has some indication that stum- something's going to happen. He's like, what? Yeah. I'm faded. Man, we got to do that here. Yeah, that's a great idea. We'll just rehearse Nadav. with Nadav, and then we'll go to the other guys after that. <laughs> I think Nadav first, and just Nadav. Nadav first, and Nadav last, and uh, just rehearse a bunch with him. <laughs> <laughs> Full clip. All right, we got one bottle. <laughs> Twelve more. Here we go. Are you a good shot? I'm decent. I'm all right. I've been going to. That, I've been going to that place. You saw me that video. Well, that's close Karen. range. You know, that's yeah. that's pretty easy, right? I mean, uh, yeah, that's pretty easy. The target's but big. You could too. fuck up. And the cool thing is, if you fuck up, you just uh, kill somebody yeah. <laughs> immediately. Big. Well, what if we got him to sign a release uh, just so that his family doesn't sue us and stuff? Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Would I you sign Nadav that release? That. Yeah. I think you should. I don't know. Okay. I, I think I'd have to have a lawyer look over it. That's, that's the right answer. I don't know, but I'm still part of the team. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll get into it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk. Just about think it. about it. We'll talk about it. More. And by the way, you're going to do it. Think about it. Um, so, oh, really excited to plug. Yeah, the cockroach. Josh Potter has a new podcast. It's called Roach Motel with Josh Potter. This is a long time coming. We've been working on this a long time. <laughs> the episode, the first episode, went up a week ago. Uh, the second episode is out now. Um, it's going to come out every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Please subscribe and review on iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere you can listen audio-wise. It's on our YouTube channel. We are so happy. I'll also point out, because some people have asked about it, if you're noticing that shows are coming out early in the morning now, 6 a.m., that's on purpose. We... Um, you know, we were thinking about it, talking about it. It was like, well, these should be re- available in the morning. So if you're trying to get ready and go yes. to work or you're driving or whatever, commuting, you can listen in the morning. We had a noon schedule for a long time. But now, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, you will get um, new episodes released of all shows. listen to it on your drive-in. Yeah, you're driving. Whatever you're doing. You're riding your bike. Yeah. Yeah, you're going for a walk. Truck. Fingering your dad. Yep. Doing whatever, whatever you, you want to do. Mm. You can listen to a cool song. Oh, and also, congratulations. You know, um, a lot of people told us to take it easy on Ed Asner coming so hard. But yeah. I also wanted to congratulate Hendog because he was smart enough to put his banger on iTunes. So um, I posted that that uh, that song with his. He has Which like the, you've the been artwork and to so much. But then I just saw so many people reposting that like they're listening there. So I think that's really uh, smart. You have I a big, so big hit song. You know, make it available everywhere. Make it available, bros. Put it up on iTunes. You should do it, man. I agree. Very nice. Also, big big news for us: uh, Two Bears One Cave Live is October. <gasps> 15th Ooh, that'll it's be fun 5 p.m pacific uh that's 8 eastern that's thursday october 15th the tickets are at ymhvirtual.com very exciting place uh for those who are wondering about ymh live it does return in november so we will have another ymh live in november um if you missed episode one or episode two of ymh live you can go to my site tomsegura.com and click on the video rentals tab and you can watch episode one or episode two or both. And as we build uh, this live content out, 
and these shows they will be there available for you to rent if you so choose it's so. exciting also we have dr drew after dark that tom and i and potter guest on yes and where my mom's at too i know a lot of dudes listen to this show but if you want to get your lady friends on board with the ymh clan Maybe you can get her to listen to where my mom's at and mm-hmm. segue her into your dark world of your mom's house. There you go. A lot of times bros are like, my lady doesn't like your shit. It's right. too crazy. Get her onto where my mom's at. That's a good way to get and in. And eventually she'll be with us in no time. Yeah. <laughs> Doing nasty shit over you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were watching the foosball game and then a, a commercial came on where this guy was mowing his own lawn. Yeah. And I turn to you in bed and I go, is is that real? Do people really mow their lawns? Because growing up here in L.A., right, Nadav, like you're a native, an L.A. native, you just don't see people mowing their own lawns. Yeah, L.A. people don't do that. Yeah, that's really interesting because I think that's very cultural. Uh, all my, my first uh, 14 years were all Midwest cities yeah, and suburbs and stuff. And um, we always, always mowed our lawn. But the same thing exists here um in in florida which is basically nobody does that there either i think it's because maybe because they're so hot it's so hot and it's all year long you have to do it whereas Uh, in the midwest you have those snowy months and like maybe you're not tending your lawn yeah but i really found it like very um you know soothing like it's a very satisfying I, thing. I bet. To I mean, mow the lawn. but I see. So the thing is, though, is that it looks so hard. It looks like you're pushing that heavy thing because it's so sweaty. Yeah, it looks like the most unpleasant shit. It's not that. Uh, in it's the not world. like it, it's not weights. You know, you're not but like it, ah fuck. I can't move this thing. <laughs> like it just goes. It goes. I don't see how though. It's so heavy and horrible i like but the you one don't that you lift it up on. as you're mowing it you, know, you just <laughs> you just hold and it goes and it just chops up the grass for you it still looks like the most horrible thing on it's the hot planet i mean it's, it's work because you're out in the blazing heat right i mean in florida Ugh. it was 100 degrees plus 100 percent humidity it was yeah. miserable it like suck. that's that's real work but um i love when we lived in in milwaukee in the suburbs of milwaukee we got. We went from the push mower to the sitting riding mower. No, that's that's bullshit. That's the shit. It, it, I feel like that's cheating, though, because like not you're cheating. you're just sitting. Yeah, Annie agrees with me. You're just sitting there driving on grass. It's you're not pushing hard. You're not sweating. Dude, you could make patterns in the grass. It what did you awesome. draw? Like big dicks. Big and stuff? dicks. Usually, yeah. My dad would go, "What the <laughs> fuck is this? Like, what's a big dick? Let everybody know who lives here, man." <laughs> oh, great. No, it's fun, man. It's Wouldn't that fun. be great you see... to pay your gardener to do that for you? Put a big dick and balls on your front lawn. So do you want a, <laughs> a big, big thing out there in the grass? I'm like, see? Yeah. How fast do you think do you our want, neighbors do you want would say Balls to be big too or smaller balls? How do you want it to? I can make them big if you want, but I think the, the dick should stand out. They should have the balls a little smaller. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Thanks, Rafi. Wouldn't that be rad though? Like imagine if we bought like this palatial estate mm-hmm. and then you had your gardener groom always always All the landscaping here is sexual <laughs> themed, okay? So when people pull up, they know what's happening. Okay? And that'd be so fucking funny, dude. It's going to take extra time to make uh, <laughs> You want these bushes to be tits, and over here we have dicks yes. and balls. Yeah. Yes, and there's a big vag opening. Hey, Jose, how come there's no nipples on these tits? It takes a lot of practice to make the nipples stand out. I think your 
gardening bills a thousand dollars a month because yeah. of all the time it takes them to well, do it. I can it. do it a lot faster and <laughs> save you money, but you always want dicks and tits and everything, so it takes a make, long time. Can you make the pubic hair look softer, Rafi? Yeah, I have to go buy some special grass <laughs> and make it look like a pubic hair everywhere. You know, you guys are real sick people, you know. We're perverts. Yeah, thanks. I would love to do that. What if we bought a house in Texas and we had like a big front a lawn? Big dick yard. And it's all yeah. dicks and balls. <laughs> I'm sure they'd be real happy the to Seguras welcome us. The Seguras are here. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Y'all oh, got no. dicks and balls everywhere. And we could um, have a fountain, like a dick fountain that spurts jizz, yeah. too. That would be fun. Ugh. Oh god, that was maybe fun. just spurt water. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> like that. people are filling it up every day for us, <laughs> coming by and jerking <laughs> off in our fountain, so we have real jizz. And we're like, "Hey guys, could you come over and jerk off in our fountain? We want it to seem authentic." <laughs> so nasty. Uh, well, Ugh. man, that'd be super fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, anyways, it's not that bad to mow your lawn. Yeah, I didn't know that, and I, I it's one of those LA But you're right things. that you get a big break, because I remember, you know, in, you stop, like, let's say, in November or something, <laughs> in the cold, cold states, and, and you're not doing why. it in November, December, January, February, like, you're, you have, like, five months off. From yeah, so that's probably why, in the Midwest, it's a source of pride, like, and, and, and Adab pointed out, we were talking before, like, you don't really own your house here, most people don't own, so it's like, why would I take care of my rented property hmm. or i lived in apartments growing up too so like we didn't have a lawn we didn't have a lawn yeah so i guess that, i was really shocked to see like that commercial i was like no i don't fucking mother lawn what the fucking bullshit is this a lot of people mother lawn <laughs> lies not here propaganda bro. yeah, yeah. Not, not here bro okay okay <laughs> all right well well <laughs> um dick and balls so you want to know something funny? Yeah. Bertrand, he says a lot of words wrong. Yeah, I've been noticing One of them that. he says wrong. Here we go. Look. What do you call it when a person rubs your body? Massage you, therapist? Oh yeah. Massage. You say massage? I say massage. That's so Wait, dumb. Massage? Massage. Your whole, your lips purse out. Massage. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that dumb? Massage. And you know who else says that? Yeah. Another guy says massage. Massage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How many drinks is Bert drinking right there? There's one. Look- Massage your little hole. Well, someone's never watched Two Jesus. Bears before. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Well, yeah, I live Two Bears. You guys are always doing this shit for the last 15 years. Together. How dumb is that? Massage. <sighs> Massage. We need to have a whole soundboard of just him and his dumb words that he says. Massage your little hole. <laughs> yeah. That's not how you say it. It's massage. Massage. Yeah, he says nightmare. Nightmare. Benefleck. He says Benefleck? Benefleck. Yeah, silly. He says all kinds of things completely wrong. So silly. Yeah. Um, oh, Leanne really likes him, too. Yeah. She, she loves does. him. Yeah. Um, I'm always oh, like, how do you love him? You sent this. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I saw the... Why do I treat everybody like shit? And why have I been so fucking successful over these 25 years? Because it fucking works. And the reason you're here, you snowflake cunt, is because nobody treated you like shit. Tough love works, you fucking weenies. He's kind of right. Um, and Pena right there. He's the best. Always giving you the truth. You fucking snowflakes. He calls them cunts. <laughs> Jesus. 
tough love works. I'm the alpha male father you never fucking had. Mm. Most of you should have never been born. You should have rolled down the inside of your fat mama's leg. Fuck. <laughs> God. Yeah, tough love works, guys. It kind of does. I mean, you always hear these really successful people and they all have these horrible nightmare mm-hmm. stories of childhood. A it, lot of times. Nobody is like, well, I had really supportive parents and um, everything yeah. was great. And so I decided to become the CEO of fucking yeah. Amazon or whatever. Or, or I created the internet. I it's know. never, dude. It's always These like. Snowflake cunts. Yeah, uh, yeah. My dad beat the shit out of me. Or, it's always like that. I know. I know. It's adversity. So, but you see, like all those people there and sitting in front of them, they're all like, they want it. They love it. They want that tough love. Well, I think. Well, you know, Tom, what they say. Well, discipline. <laughs> no, I, I do think. I mean, you look at our kids; they love boundaries. They love. They love discipline. They, love they want you to be like, I no, know. dude. You see it with little no, with little dude. kids. They, they, you go, don't touch that, and they're like, you gonna fucking touch it, right? And then they go, what are you gonna do about it? If you get off of that, and then they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they, they like it. They do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think everybody naturally wants um, a little bit of, you know, a boundary. Everybody needs it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so where is this? Uh, oh, yeah. So this dude, um, you know, our cool uh, conspiracy guy. Fed smoker. Yeah. Uh, brings up Fed smoker. <laughs> We did another. We got a dive here on Fed Smoker. Yeah. Well, a new, more new but old. You know. You know. You don't realize it's all in the past. All in the vaults. Right. But I'm saying, what an opus of work he's left behind. I have no idea. It's so inspiring. (laughs) Every time that I see one of these in the folder, I perk right up. I just, I can't wait to see what it is. Here we go. Gosh. Oh, you son of a bitch is out there thinking you got to wear a jock shirt and shit to get some pussy. I just left uh, Ontario a couple days ago. Got a little bit of a story in. Got some fucking pussy. And you notice I'm still not wearing a fucking shirt. Yeah. That Good makes point. sense. So what uh, what Herc's saying right there is uh, you don't have to wear cool clothes to get laid. Right? Oh, that's the, you know that's what? That's the message. You know, he's got so many points of wisdom. We need he to does. start putting them down. That you don't need to wear a shirt to get laid. No, especially not like an expensive shirt. No, goodness, no. These fucking clothes are way overrated for fucking getting pussy, I'll tell you that. Yeah. That's all I'll tell you. Good message. Clothes are too overrated. They're just overrated, man. Oh. Who needs a fucking preppy-ass shirt or a do-getter shirt to get some pussy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and also, you know what's, what's really often overlooked is what an incredible vehicle the Ford Crown Vic is for him right. to be able to drive. I mean, I'm assuming he was probably clocking a quarter million miles a year in this thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just driving day and night. And this thing, do you think well, he did maintenance checkups on this? No. no. This thing just goes. It'd be great if he could be the spokesperson. Ford. Built Ford <laughs> tough. Ah! Yeah. Well, if he says I was in Ontario, is he meaning Ontario, Canada? Uh, yeah my my province birth town i think so and that although means- that would suggest that he has papers <laughs> which i think there might be a di- and it's not ontario california but no there's probably some other ontario ontario's yeah okay well yeah cause but- i don't think he's like got my passport up to me. <laughs> yeah i don't think so and i definitely don't think canada would be like come on in to no. uh, to fed smoker no let's check out this background oh yeah 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 <laughs> felon 
They don't let you in. You have a lot of uh, jail time. <laughs> well, that's all <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> Teeth. What kind of ladies do you think he's getting? Very cool ladies. Very, <laughs> very refined. I want to know who he's romanced. If you were if with we Fed can, Smoker, yeah. let us know. Yeah, ladies of the street probably yeah, more ladies often the than night. not. Math she was good fucking, man. Really good. <laughs> I drilled her for about two and a half hours, I <laughs> figure. Then I got bored and got off and went back to my room. <laughs> two and a half hours? <laughs> such a good summary of a story. <laughs> I drilled her for like two and a half hours and I got bored and got off and went to my room. Ugh. Okay. I know he sounds fun. like Buka- fun time. He's a Bukowski. That's how Bukowski would write. And I, know, I mean, I'm not a lady, so you you should probably be the one to vote yeah. here. But in my experience, if there's one thing that that most women like, <laughs> it's two and a half hours of uh, drilling. Drilling. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're like, yeah, perfect. And the word drill, like yeah. that implies bang, bang, yeah. bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a prison pounding. Yeah, like as hard as he can go, as long as he yes. can go. And yes. it really, it's exciting as a woman when you're like, "Will he come? Won't he come? Right. How long will this mess?" And when you go last? like, "What's the amount of time this feels good for?" I'm thinking 150 <laughs> minutes, something like that. You know, two hours yeah. plus is where to go. Yeah, getting drilled. Oh wait, he does have a check engine light on, Tom. Oh, that thing stays on. Do you think that he's actually ever been like, got to address this issue? <laughs> Wonder what my oil oil reading's like right now. Chevy. Hmm. <laughs> the official car of Fed Smoker. Starter belt. I don't know what's going on with this thing. No. Drilled her for two and a half That's hours. not. That's an exaggeration. I drilled her for about two and a half hours, I figure. That's, that's got to be an exaggeration. I got fucking bored. Okay. Does meth give you meth dick? Like, what does it do to you? Know. I mean, it makes you come in probably, four strokes. Probably like really hard and ready to go. But it's you, pussy. But you come in four strokes and it's thick, hot, white just That's just that one one guy, okay? <laughs> that was just one guy. <laughs> she was good fucking, man. Ugh. Yeah, because meth is like the... His dick had become so sensitive. Yeah, but no, that's not usually <laughs> what people say. That's one dude. Most people say that meth is like the reckless drug of you're like, let's just fuck all hours oh right? it makes so, your dick go harder for a long time yeah could you hit that mic more what's going on with you today <laughs> you've done it like six times <laughs> i mean are i mean you, i do it like, who get, it's a podcast are we on uh, nbc i know we're on a podcast <laughs> i know my coffee's cold okay why don't you smoke some meth i wish i had meth right now <laughs> You're like, it's a podcast. Do what I want. Okay. All right. Oh, Nadal is upset. Too. What? What's wrong? No, 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 nothing. Just saying hitting the mic is definitely not a good move. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. What? Why are you mad at me? Because you're mean. How is that mean? You fart and make me walk into it. Is that mean? You don't cut all. I, I think you definitely could have been meaner. I, th- wow. I think I think you did it in the nicest way that you knew how. Thank you, thank you. All right, I'll take it. Fine. Okay. So, what is this saying about meth here? Can you make that bigger? In my dad eyes. So, uh, the results show that methamphetamine and sexual functions are not. The first usage is, uh, what is that? Concomitant. Concomitant, Tom. With the increased duration of sex, 
an increase in the quality and quantity of sexual pleasure, Ooh. a delighted orgasm, a feeling of more control of the sex act. These effects gradually decrease. They decrease libido and various sexual dysfunctions, such as erectile dysfunction, premature mm. ejaculation, and losing control during the sex act will appear over time. Wow, I didn't know that. That's really... Well, hmm. he's a long-time meth he's user. He's a long-time meth so user. So I'm surprised he can get his wiener up or that he wants to be. It says that the, the, the sexual function goes down over time. Yep. So interesting. Yeah. There are differences in the libido and sexual functions of meth users. Personal perceptions of one's sexual function may be affected by cognitive changes resulting hmm. from the drug. Yeah, Dr. Drew's <laughs> always saying changes. that there's this bummer uh, brain <laughs> deterioration that happens when you're a regular meth user and that he's seen permanent yeah. um, cognitive like dysfunction. dysfunction. Yeah, it happens. It's such a bummer because you want to try it. <laughs> And you want to get into it, but to know that that's going to happen, I'll have to say, and this is going to be the official word from us, don't get into meth. Yeah. Yeah. I would It's agree. a real, real sad day, but our studies have shown <laughs> that you shouldn't, you shouldn't. But I didn't realize how much great art that meth produces. I mean, in terms of talks and these videos, I just didn't realize it inspired people in so many ways. So many ways. <laughs> I mean, and then it almost makes you want to go, Do we, did we just change our position <laughs> on whether or not you should try it? Because you just made a great point that the art <laughs> and art's kind of awesome. So I know. I don't want to. I got this from an artist. Can I? Yeah. Yeah. Babe. What is that? It's a math artist? No. Oh. No, what is awesome that? awesome artist. What's the animal there? Is it a crocodile? What's it say? Oh, it's two dinosaur bone marrow pharaoh. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Matthew Ryan. Is it Hegart? I forgot oh, if I wow. said his last That's name That's really correctly. cool. Um, I'll tell you right now. Cause I should. Yeah. Herget. Sorry. Herget. H-E-R-G-E-T. That's really cool. Yeah. He's wow. He's a dope, dope Where artist. Where is he from? Uh, he lives in the Los Angeles area. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Don't you wish you Thank could you, decide Matthew. who lives or dies? Yep. They do. You were saying that. Why do you want to decide who lives or dies? Because I look around and I'm like, in my head, I'm always like, mm, we could lose that one. Walking yeah. Right there. We That's could lose true. that one. We could lose that one. We could lose that one. And you know, there are, there are people no who thought that same way. I know. <laughs> and they've tried it. <laughs> Some might, might be genetic matches sharing a DNA type. You know what I'm saying? Like my heritage is what I'm saying. Yeah. What? They, I mean, are you talking about genocide? Well, I'm not saying... I, no, I wasn't thinking in terms of rounding people up according to collective attributes. Uh, I was thinking in terms of the individual. For right. instance, if I see a really... You're behind somebody at, at the Starbucks and... Uh, got, I don't know. Can yeah. I hemming and hawing? Dead. You're gone. <laughs> you don't agree with me on no, that's that? That's pretty good. That's true. What we did about... Okay, what about the douchebags who ride their fucking... Uh, bicycles in the streets and yeah. it's very dangerous here that's that uh, that's annoying and today Dead, we we're on the gone. freeway and it was pretty open and we were behind a guy at one point doing 45 not for a moment like that was his cruising speed right gone you should be able to kill death that guy. next yeah your life is meaningless to me you know what i'm like upset that i didn't get involved in hmm. the riots really yeah what are you feeling? Because like? I saw all these like storefront windows. I'm like, that's got to be so satisfying yeah. to break those windows. But and lot, to know yeah, that yeah. people did that, I'm like, you kind of won that one. That seems like fun. <laughs> but see, I don't have you that know? destructive 
an impulse like that. I want to clean up the world from the riffraff. You, you know want to destroy the world. You want to throw a brick in the window. I don't, I don't have that impulse. Yeah. I, you know what I've been doing hmm. lately? I didn't tell you this. What? Following people. Oh, boy. So, Following regular people yeah. or on, online? I just pick someone. No, no. In, in real life, I pick someone <laughs> and I just follow them. That's neat. That's I like stalking Sometimes behavior. walking around and sometimes I follow them home. And I uh-huh. see if I can... How long I can follow them without them taking <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, that's illegal, fun. isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Are they all w- women? Yep. Petite, blonde. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I, uh, <laughs> I saw one the other day at the mall, and I was like, I'm just going to see if I could follow her home. So I watched her get in her car. I got in mine, and then she stopped for groceries. I went to the grocery store. Then she got out and she went to a, a coffee place. I followed her that. And then I followed yeah. her home and I waited outside and I watched, you know. What did she do then? I just watched her spouse arrive and then I was just like, I know where you live. And, you know, <laughs> I just told myself I could do whatever I want. Check you back later. Yep. Do you ever make contact where you're like, can, can you help me lift this couch? No, but now like I get, I gave her, I gave her a name in my mind, you know. And, oh, uh, what's her name? It's Sheila. Sheila. Yeah. And, and okay. And she I lives just, in our neighborhood. No, she doesn't live in our neighborhood. You go to other people's neighborhoods? Yeah. Well, you know you're also a recognizable person. I have a mask on. Oh. And a hat and sunglasses. Okay. Yeah. Um, But you know what I'm going to do next, though? I'm going to go back to her place. I'm just listening to this. I'm going to go back to her place and leave her a note. Okay. I I mean, (laughs) it's kind of illegal. How is it illegal to say, hey, I think you're real beautiful. I've been watching you. That's what you're going to tell her in the note? What are no. you going to tell her? I'm just going to tell her she forgot to get the cucumbers when she was at the oh, uh, grocery store. Because she picked a couple up and put them down. And I was like, hmm, maybe I'll give you a reminder. You know? It's good, Tom. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else I think should die? Who? Every time we back out of our parking lot, our parking, what's the word? Driveway? Garage, yeah. The garage. Yeah. I have to back up the way yeah. that it works, okay? Yeah. And every motherfucking time, our thing is on an incline, so it's dangerous for me to do so. Mm-hmm. And every time I back up, and yeah. there's an indignant jogger, just the jogging in place, passively aggressively looking at me, like you bitch, you're backing up. It's like, yeah, twat, I'm backing up. I'm the one who can't see you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe you shouldn't give me such a nasty look. Why don't you go across the street and jog around me, stupid cunt? I agree with that. Dead. I agree with that because I also feel that Dead. way about um, like if you're driving and there's a cyclist, right? Oh boy! And you could take them all and out. You, and I you, hate them. You go to turn and the cyclist is going straight, right? So you're yeah. going to turn. Cyclist is going straight, and as you're turning, they go like, "Hey!" And you go, uh. "Yeah," but you can see. That I'm coming up on this turn. Yes, yes. So you can actually, you actually have a better view of everything. You can go like, oh, well, the guy driving the car yeah. is, is about to make, so I'll slow down so he can make, and then I'll just keep going. But some of them go like, no, I'll accelerate through it because I have the right of way, even though I'm, I know I'm in your blind spot right That's now. That's the I thing. I know that, that you yes. are missing it right now because I can put, I can deduce from the rate of speed and you're, you're decreasing yes. your speed and that you're going to turn. They just do that, and those people should be but fucking that, neutered. Uh, uh, neutered and murdered and, and, and strung up in public and made an example of and drawn and quartered, too. Yep. But here's the deal. Because that jogger does know, and I know this cunt who's jogging all the time, <laughs> she knows that she's in my blind spot, like you said, yeah. and I don't want to hit her. Of course not. 
And I obviously am the one who's at a disadvantage. Yeah. So be the bigger person, even though you might have yeah. the right of way. And you, by the way, if you tell me Stupid more specific bitch. details about this person, <laughs> I'll fucking follow you home. I can. Okay? And I will. And I'll wait outside. I'll sit in your yard. You won't even know I was there. <laughs> Don't think I won't follow you around. Mm. All right. Make you nervous. Think about it all night. <laughs> <laughs> I love that feeling, mm-hmm. knowing someone's scared. <laughs> what about anybody that makes a speakerphone call? Oh God! In public, yeah, it's right? It's they the should worst. die, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the fucking hammer to the face. Yeah, yeah, so good. Uh, man, <sighs> I'm in a good mood now. <laughs> Great. Ah, uh, here I haven't seen this. This looks like it'd be funny. Let's check it out. <laughs> Is this LA? Oh! <gasps> Holy shit, man. Damn. What is he saying? We're not sure. It's a foreign country. Uh, it is? And what I just realized is the guy walking by, I thought was concerned for the dude that just fell. But then I see he just kind of stiff arms him back onto the floor. So I think that guy was maybe saying something mean to the old guy that was that was putting him down, but he was not ha- trying to help this dude up. Jeez. Jesus. I mean, that's a, that's a, oh. No, he. He's like, let me pet that dog. Is that why he Jesus went down Jesus Christ, man. So if you're listening, there's a guy in a wheelchair who rolls up and shakes a ladder until <laughs> it falls down and the guy falls with it, like from pretty high up, man. And that guy walking by, I think he's just like, hey, don't, don't, okay. And then he's just done. He's just like, don't escalate this to either one. That is a really crazy, we don't know where this is though, huh? Nah, I thought it was maybe some sort of Latin country. I don't know. Does that sound familiar to you? What he's yelling? No, because I thought at first I was thought it was I thought I was hearing English. It's, mm. You know, I thought he was saying something. That's an extra. Yeah, That's what I thought like, he said. Oh. Something it looks extra, like that could but, be Melrose. But I don't. I can't actually or make like a out. Most sounding type of word. You Nos maybe you're right. I'm just not hearing it well. I mean, maybe I'll, I'll try one more again. time. still sounds mostly English. I don't know why it sounds like English to me. Hmm. No, it's, it's too muffled for me. I, I can't yeah. make it out. I don't know. Wow, that was a really inspiring clip, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we're about to go take a break. Do you want to watch this uh, one last thing here? I love to. Um, you got for me. Well, you sent it in. I make difficult decisions every day, but not about tampons. I switch to Playtex. It's unbeatable protection. Only Playtex tampons have a double layer design. Only Playtex. <laughs> Our pussies itch. They smell like fish. <laughs> really cool. That's like, a good commercial. Yeah, yeah. I change my mind a lot, but not about tampons. 
I switched to Playtex. They're comfortable. And they get a special plastic applicator. Only Playtex. And our pussies fucking stink. They have these huge warts that grow on them. That's really cool, babe. I love these old tampon commercials. Yeah, it's so the, uh, stupid. With the audio slowed down yes. so they're like my tampons. Yeah. I keep trying new routines, but not with tampons. Playtex tampons and Playtex deodorant tampons. Unbeatable protection. 1982. They smell like fish. Yeah. <laughs> I love the pretense on these. Like, yeah. I make a lot of hard decisions, but not about my tampons. Like, no. what the fuck are you talking There's about? There's so much to consider out in the world, <laughs> but know. not what I shove up inside of me. <laughs> I know. It's so bizarre. <laughs> what a so premise. Weird. What a premise. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. Okay, Mom. Be right back. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Super excited to be back here with a very <laughs> special guest all the way from the great Big Apple, New York City. <laughs> yes. Chrissy D, History Hyenas, Chris Stefano. thank you very much for coming. Hey. Thank you for having me, guys. Very happy to have you I appreciate you it. I'm COVID-free. COVID-free. Yes, I believe. I do have prostatitis, so I got an inflammation in my prostate. <laughs> really? I just, I think I do. I just, I, every- Wait, I mean, you think you do? Every day- It's I a freaking, really specific thing to say. You know what's a nice thing, though? Every day, because I had it once, like two years ago, but it was 1,000% from chlamydia. But now, <laughs> which is nice, I'm not Chrissy Drip Drop anymore. So, <laughs> but once, Do you remember who gave it to you? No. I mean, it's one of the, I was a blur. I yeah. was a full-blown yeah. sex addict two years, like not, you know. Two like, years ago you yeah, were? Yeah, I was like, I don't drink. I don't, sm I don't drink that much and I don't smoke. I'm fine. But then I was just, you know, just, I mean, dude, there was back-to-back -back nights sex with like a woman who was the former Miss Canada. Oh, wow. And then one of my mom's friends, Kate. So it's like back to back, <laughs> former Miss Canada, 68 year old woman, sex addict. Do you, did wow. you go to rehab for it? No. You get therapy at all for it? Yes. Therapy, okay. a lot of meditation, a lot of reading, a lot of t thinking about, you know, like, um, like narcissism and entitlement and things like that. And yeah, that's fascinating. Getting deep into that. And now, and. And so, and so now I'm sitting here with prostatitis and it's a different feeling because I'm like, I know it's not from an STD. I haven't had sex with anyone but yep. my girlfriend yep. in, you know, whatever it's, it's been. I haven't seen her in three weeks. So it's like, you know, that's, yeah. I mean, I've been, the thing, I literally think I could have like inflamed my prostate from jerking off. Yes, I, I think so. It's, Are you aggr aggressively doing it? I can't. 
explain to you like why I've been here for three weeks and it's been unbelievable. Like I've been jerking off to mm. anything, like everything. Mm. Yeah, I was jerking mm. off to Anderson Cooper. Yep. two days ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Then this morning, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, old. You know, they had an old All episode on, and I was just like, and I don't jerk off like this. I rub the base of my penis and I blow it into my belly button. I don't you know. Do? Yeah, it's really? a very strange way of masturbating, and I think that my. So you rub it against your belly? I kind of rub down. I make like a little vagina with <laughs> yeah. my thumbs, and I rub the base, and then I shoot it into my butt. Seriously, I swear to God. I gotta tell you something. I, I mean, yeah. with that, I mean, I don't even know you that well. Yeah, I would, I would like to you to do it to me. Yeah, <laughs> and I would, dude. I absolutely would. That sounds like a really how, good how technique. How did you discover this technique? I don't know. I just, I, I think when I was a kid, I just, um, you know, I kind of, I used because I used to take a pillow. I used to like masturbate on a pillow. I slept in the oh. same room as my mom till I was about thirteen, fourteen years old. Sure. I, so I used to like, you know, when she was sleeping, quietly, yeah, yeah, quietly just That's, take a pillow. Yeah. I used to do that. That's I used where to, it started. I used yeah. to hump the mattress. Yes. I was having orgasms before I ejaculated. Oh, me too. Yeah. I was I was absolutely well, shooting was like, blanks. And I was like ex- like trying to explain to my cousin, yeah. Brian, I was like, do you do that thing? Because I didn't know yeah. the words for it. I was like, you know, where like you, 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 like you rub yourself a certain way and your body shakes and it feels good. And he was like, what? Yeah. And I go, you know what I mean? Like, and then you kind of sweat a little bit. And he yeah. was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I because re- I would do that so much. I would masturbate so much and just shoot blanks that the first time i did get just a little bit of jizz i lived in the same house as my mom's sister and she used to watch me while while my mom was at work and i i was like doing it like rubbing the pillow hard and then a little splooch came out and i was young and inexperienced i didn't know so i ran to my aunt colleen i was like aunt colleen something's coming out of my peepee and she's like an old school new york lady smoking a cigarette she's like christopher listen to me you're gonna have to talk to your mother about that <laughs> I remember she's just blowing the smoke. She's like, I can't even deal with this right now. And then I'll never forget. She's like, Do you want to salt team cracker? <laughs> and then, uh, and then ever since then, yeah. So I just have a weird relationship with sex that I had to explore. Like I, for very long, I didn't realize. Like I absolutely fall in love with men but have sex with women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you mentioned Anderson Cooper, right. so you masturbate while watching him. But I don't so, know that I was thinking about him. I was thinking about other thoughts, but yeah. it's just something soothing. But you do fall in love with men. Have sex with women. Yeah. Now, hold I, on. What do you mean? You fall in love. Like, emotionally, you're in love with a man, but physically, you're into a woman. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I think, like, I'm not gay, right? I don't have any even really gay thoughts. Like, I've never thought about having sex with a guy. But I have talked to men for a long time, looked in their eyes, been fascinated by their conversation. Yeah. And either went home and beat off or went home and had sex with a woman. Oh, wow. So I don't know if the, what that is, where that falls. Do you think that that's because men are more interesting and smarter? Okay, okay. I, I, it could, I, yeah. <laughs> it could be. No. Because women are fucking stupid. Because women are fucking dumb. No. Ma- Mabes. No. Mabes. <laughs> yeah. I could. No, but hold on. But are you yeah. aroused? But you're not aroused sexually. When you see, do you watch gay porn? No, I've never watched gay porn. You've this never is a really... watched gay porn or you never tried? And Have you seen... Can you bring up two guys butt-fucking? Let's yes. just see how, how it feels. Yes. Does but um, it... this is fascinating because you said you can have... You can you can hang out with a dude and be mm-hmm. so fascinated yeah. and so in... Like, be You're like, this guy was awesome, yeah. but then you want to go and have sex with a woman. Yes, like... Maybe yeah. it's just excitement over oh, oh, here we go. friendship Let me see. or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, see this is that a guy having sex with a guy? Oh, this is these are you, women. Uh, these, are these are straight po- g- gay. Yeah. Hold, hold on, I'm, I've never searched for this before. Butt I'm sexing. just trying to <laughs> gay porn. Yeah. There oh, there go. we go. There you go. There's a guy sucking. Yeah. Whoa, see this. Oh, he's got a big he's got one. A nice piece on him. He Mormon does. Mormon boys. Yep. There Uh-oh. we go. 
And this guy's How do you got feel? to take communion right here. I f- <laughs> there we go. Oh. Oh. See, it, I don't... Took I, to it like a duck I, to water, huh? Like a duck to water. I support it. I See, yeah. like, if I was see? in a... See, see like, but does that arouse you? You're not oh, really no. being what would, open to it. What would arouse me is if these same two men started talking about the book Sapiens <laughs> and how they got into that, then yeah. I might be able to get horny. And something introspective like that. Yeah. But then I'd go and have sex with a woman. This right now, I can watch this and I can support this, but I don't, it doesn't really, uh, you know, well, there you go. I mean, it's a little ass tap. You know? Let me ask you this, though, because this is really fascinating for yeah. when you're talking about <laughs> um, be, like being a sex, because I think people, you, we always hear the term sex addict, mm-hmm. but we don't really explore it like as observers. Like with, most people like know uh, or, have, or have some knowledge of right. alcoholism right. or drug addiction, right? And you go right. like, well, it, it, you know, it filled this void or whatever it is, right? Is, for you, is the sex addiction that same thing that is like trying to fill some type of emptiness and you were getting it through those sex acts? Absolutely. Be- and I didn't realize that at first. At first, I was like, oh, I'm a comedian on the road. I'm, I've we messed- get laid. I'm, yeah, yeah. It's what happens. It's part- yeah. And then I realized like the emptiness... After it was done on not only me, the woman too. So I, we would constantly find each other. And that's what my therapist said. He was like, a lot of times like a sex addict male will find a sex addict female. And, it's, and he's like, how often do you notice like women that you would have sex with that would never call you again or you never call them again? I was like, almost 100%. Mm-hmm. How many, how often would they leave like right after you leave? I was like, within 10 minutes every time. He was like, so it's, you were both the addiction ad- addicts find each other. Wow. So he was like, so that's what you were doing. So I had to like just cold turkey stop that and then i kept would always like look for something different something different something different something to fill the hole always and you know i have a child and i you know my daughter was born we had the baby like on like the second or third date like yeah she got pregnant i was like my life's crazy spiraling 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 not realizing like no dude you're in the full you know addict swing right now i had no idea yeah and then a lot of things happened, you know, like, you know, ruined the relationship, uh, fucked a lot of things up. I, but I was like, oh, but I love my daughter. I'm always there for my daughter. It's fine. I'm, a, you know, telling myself I'm a good father. I'm there. I'm present. But how many times was I push her in a swing DMing a girl? How many times was I like yeah. hiding my phone? How many times when her mom would bring me over, I would have to clean the apartment, realize all addict behavior. So then I got I don't know if you ever get through it. I'm working through yeah, it, but sure. at a way better place that I am now back with my child's mom, back in like wholesome family. Wow. Been out here for three weeks by myself. And you know, had many temptations, like yeah, of course. Sure. And it's very e- It's a lot easier now for me to be like, no, that's not what's going to give me peace and balance. What's going to what's going to give because I realized something having so many options, I realized is actually not freedom. I kept saying to my kids, mom, I just want to be free. I I. But that's not, it's the opposite of freedom. Having too many options is you're absolutely in chains. Yeah. Freedom to me now is having just one option, one great relationship with my daughter's mom, the concept of family, building a family. That is like, I feel totally free. I feel like I have so much energy here yep. for the last three weeks because I haven't act. I've been like, I'm only waiting for the call from the one woman and the one family. And that's what it is. Now, my hotel room walls have gotten fucking lit yeah. up. But that <laughs> my therapist said, that's okay. This guy's a fucking loser. Cut his mic. Down. I, I know. I know. My dad's listened to this. Like, you fucking homo. <laughs> I told you to pound some ass out there, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you actually like hearing you say all this stuff. It, it even seems like yeah. you are so much like at peace and content yeah. with uh, with with like the 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 ride you've been on to get here. Right? Yes, a hundred percent. And I feel v- extremely like 
ready for any type of maybe success that might come my way. And I'm not even, and like, oh, and my values and my value system has changed totally too. Like for me now, uh, yes, I want to do very well in comedy. Of course, I'd love to have opportunities and and do that. But the val, but really like the metric for me is thing, how my daughter is developing and how my relationship with her mom is developing and the concept of family. So if those things are going well, which they are right now. Yeah. Everything comes in. I have a pilot right now with true TV. I mean, it's my 10 pilot. I'm fucking Chrissy pilots. I'm 0 for (laughs) nine. If I go 0 for 10, great, dude. I'm yeah. Chrissy Strikeouts. It doesn't matter because <laughs> my daughter's in a good school and I have things that I want. That's awesome. Where it used to be like two years ago, like, oh, I need to get this. I'm a failure. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, how many times are you going to go through this? So I didn't realize that, you know. And yeah, and I think like saying, hey, I'm always working through this addiction is a, is a powerful thing. Because Colin Quinn is like a mentor of mine. We've become very close friends in New York and he's, you know, 30 years sober. Yeah. And he was kind of the one that first gave me the idea of like, have you ever thought about you're addicted to this? Mm -hmm. He's like, because, you know, there's a lot of men that have options or women that have options, but they don't act on them compulsively like you are. Right. He's like, you know, how many times are you going to bring four women into the comedy cellar? And, and he's like, it's all great and good. And, you know, he's like, I think the women like you and you like them and you're nice to them and kind to them and it's all good. But, how much? How often? How much do you want to do this? Like, right, and it's not fulfilling. You would not feel zero of it. Yeah, fulfilling. you wouldn't leave it being like no. this feels really great. That I no. no, no, and they didn't feel good either. Like you know, everything obviously was all good and consensual, and th- that was fine. But it's. I feel like you just have to say that now. Yeah, you do. Like, it yeah. was all consensual. It was all good. Just a real yeah. uh, quick side note: didn't rape anyone. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. so, but they felt empty too because I, I didn't even realize. Like I noticed like. Yeah, and they never call me ever again. Like, if, you, if I text them and they'd be like, oh, I had a great time, but I'm just not interested anymore. It's like we were fi- the addicts were finding each other. Yeah. Kind of. Wow. Thing, you how know? do you approach? I'm fascinated. Like, how do you approach the other one? How do you sniff her out? Like, how do you know who's broken enough to. You know, the in opening message on a DM is oh, their right, pussy. Right, right. You know what I mean? Really? Or, yeah. Or the wow. opening message is, hey, I, you know, hard eyes or I think you're hot or take me out for a drink and I'll give you the night of your life. Things like that. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. Where another girl was like, hey, do you want to like take me to dinner i'd be like no, no. come on <laughs> what are you loser can i stick garlic sticks up your pussy yeah. then no <laughs> you know so i would not i was not uh. looking and then you know what i realized too this is so fucking gay just play gay porn over this this is gayer than the guy getting pounded in his ass but it's just the truth i got on lululemon pants any guys out there want to hit me on grinder um i noticed too that you know my girlfriend I, my daughter's mom she constantly kept taking me back after fucking up like you can't imagine, like constantly fucking up, but then being like, but I'm a nice guy. I love my daughter. Constantly her being like, this is your last chance. This is your last chance. And then finally, you know, just realizing like that is love on her part. Like yeah. I needed to catch up to her because that, you know, like you set the bird free. And if it comes back, you know, it's love. Like yeah. she set me free so many times. And so many times I've been like begging to come back. And so many times she's been like, come back. Yeah. And now for like the pa- I've known her for my daughter's five, so we've known each other five years and nine months. So, so, but this like past like six months, like in quarantine, has been like the most like fulfilling with her, and like the first time where I'm like actually have listened to her and paid attention to her and been like, I want to make this work. Where it used to be like, I don't even know you. Like we have a kid, and I don't even know you because I'm just not paying attention because I'm not interested. I'm playing pretend. I was just constantly playing pretend with everyone. So I had to just realize that and like look in the mirror and be like, you fucking idiot but it's so it's so actually nice yeah. to see somebody figure it out at your age and mm. th- yeah. and that you're not like 70 being like you know what 
Yeah. I think I fucked yeah. up. Yeah. And like your life is, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you've put this together. I mean, just hearing you talk about it. I mean, yeah. I can see that like you've, yeah. you've really seen the light in this whole thing. Man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, I'm shitting out condoms right now, but yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it feels like that, but it's like, <laughs> it's like, you have to just admit that too. Like yeah. where I was just like, and also like my circle of friends, like, you know, that changes, right? I had to make it all a lot smaller. I just yeah. had to make it all yeah. a lot smaller and stop. I was always the guy who was like, what do I do? This advice and that advice. And, and, Asking 30 people their opinion. Did you find that you would seek out the advice of somebody that would reinforce bad behavior? Absolutely. And yeah. it was the same thing like, you know, like the, the options thing. Yeah. I would ask for so many options because yeah. I thought that's what, oh, I'll get all these people's opinions when that is not, you're, again, that's the opposite of freedom. You're, yeah. you're, now I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Whereas just who is your, who's your crew? Who's yeah. your circle of people? And I have those people. Yeah. And I deal with them. And then, but I ultimately like, you know, now make my own choices and- have just had to like you know be Chrissy uncomfortable at times and just tell people <laughs> how I'm honestly feeling, which was always like I just want you to like me. That's yeah. all I want you to do is like me. Yeah, and which then, is by the way, the, the I think the mo of like yeah. almost all comedians truly yeah. is they're just yeah. like I yeah. just want you to like me. Yeah, who then I saw a quote from my favorite comedian Bill Cosby, and I saw <laughs> <laughs> I saw a quote from him that said. It said, I don't know the secret to success, but I know the secret to failure is trying to please everyone. And yeah. I was like, wow, that guy's fucking because smart. Knows right. what's he up. knows but, what's but up. But the irony no, is that his material was super universal and yeah. not inflammatory in the least. No, I mean, I his know. shit was like, you go to Dennis, the, 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 the yeah. thing. And you're like, fuck, is he talking about? I was do that again, do it again. Like, you go to the dentist and the spit comes out. <laughs> <laughs> you got the string uh, and the thing. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Talk about your dick, weirdo. I don't trust any uh, male comic that doesn't talk about his dick. Yes. You've been yeah. saying that for a decade. For, but you know why? And I really think about it because that's the dark side to all of us. Comedians mm -hmm. are, every well, human Everyone is has darkness. Dark and yeah. light. And if you're, not a, if you're not going in there and then coming back out yeah, and making yeah. jokes. Every comedian we know. You're not addressing the dark. Not even the public ones that everyone knows. But some of them who are real, like. Real clean and stuff. Oh, we, you know them because you dark. hang out with them on a, on a <laughs> level, and you're like, you are a fucking dark motherfucker. Dark oh, yeah. fuck. Talk about it a little bit, man. Give yeah. us a little taste. And the thing is, whenever you hang out with them, they're funnier talk, telling you those stories. And you're like, why don't you do that? And they're like, I don't want to do that on stage. You're like, why? This, yeah, is, this is what's great. So much better. Like you're not being like, like I feel like the whole thing of this is like be open and be cathartic and get... And it's like when I hear the... Yeah, the it's not even necessarily clean because I know some not, clean yeah, comedians, no. but I, I know the comedians... Who like they're completely different people off stage. That's yeah. the, it's not even like the motherfucker. It's not like you're not cursing enough. I'm saying yeah. you're not exploring your your on, your truth, your yeah. honesty. Yeah. You know, it's like they're yeah. they're just doing like surface level. The veneer. Now I gotta Bullshit. tell you something. So so I think I I'd heard your name a few times, and it was I think last year, not the one that just passed, but the year before, right? That uh, I think you posted a September 11th story oh, yeah. from the, from the <laughs> yeah, cellar. Yeah. Dude, I laughed so hard oh, thank you. watching that. And I watched it a few times. Oh, thanks. And then this year you reposted it yeah. and, and the same thing. It's like, it's such a great, here's what it, like that's that, that story you tell, had you done that on stage before? So it's, so what happened was, is I had done that kind of pseudo story in uh, my comedy central our special size 38 waist <laughs> and um and uh and uh it kind of came and went because i was in a box and uh -huh. you know like the rules like you can't say this can't say that but then actually on september 11 two years ago 
I was like third or fourth com- comedian up at the Comedy Cellar, and people were bombing because they weren't addressing yeah. that it was 9-11. And I just went on after a Muslim comedian who didn't address anything. <laughs> and and I was just like... These- you had a couple drinks? Oh, yeah. I That's had- the, it's, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. That's the the, the whole thing is perfect because... yeah. Like you're a little loosey goosey. Yeah. You're 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 Chrissy five drinks in. Oh yeah. And uh yeah. and the story is unbelievable. It's so it's so like cinematic. Like there's yeah. so many characters and layers and you, you paint it just perfectly yeah. and there's so many punchlines that like I I just kept going back to it. It also reminded me, I think, of what I love about comedy before you do stand up. Right. Because that story is a story that like if you weren't a comic and you and you told that story like yeah. hanging out. Yeah, that's the kind of story where you hear someone and you literally go like, "You should, you need to like, you should do comedy." Yeah, it's like it's a, it's such a genuine, authentic, Uh-oh. real story. I think Chris is going to masturbate after yeah. the podcast. Well, no, well, it's yeah. a, it's a Just great the way story. the light hit one of his eyes like that. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm definitely yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sex yeah. With Get my excited. girl. So. <laughs> I, well, because you know what happened? Because I was like drunk and like uninhibited uh-huh. and like just like fuck it, go. And I was like, you know what? Like it's nine eleven. I lived through it. I'm like a native New Yorker. I yeah. feel like licensed to speak freely. Like if you say you can't make nine eleven jokes, like fuck you. My mom worked in the building. I know plenty yes. of people that died. Like I feel like it's my story. Yeah, you, you have know, credibility. To credibility. Tell the story. Like yeah. I, you know, I wasn't there, but it's like my mother was there, and like I just lived. And in the highlight it. of this story is something that I have since sought out in your posts and content. Yeah. is talking about your dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. it is that I'm. So, I'm so lucky and blessed that I have this like yeah. a great dad, like dad who you know yeah. he's, he's always been there, and, yeah. and he's just like a sweet guy. Yeah. For some reason, whenever somebody tells me yeah. like uh, sideways dad stories, yeah. I am I am fascinated and I laugh. Mm-hmm. Beyond control, like well, about it. Like, well, like I was talking to him this morning, and he was like, "What's going on today?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm going to do that. That really, you know, big podcast I was telling you about, Tom Segway." He's like, "Oh yeah, fucking Tommy Segways." Called you Tommy Segways. He was like, "Tommy Segways." He was yeah. like, "Yeah." He was like, "He seems like a good kid." I looked him up. So he just called you a kid. Okay. You know, called, yeah. yeah. He was like, he was like, guy seems like good kids." And then he was like, "Oh, is, is, is they married over there?" And I said, "Yeah, him and his wife Christina." He was like, "That's nice." That's you. He's like, "You and my girl's name is Jasmine." He's like, "You and Jasmine should do something like that." Yeah. I was like, "She's not a comedian at all." He's like, "Who cares? Turn the cameras on." That's what he said. He's very much like. I love showbiz advice from a dad. That's the thing. Yeah, he said. Non show business dad's advice are the best. 73, 74 years old, diabetic heart condition, lives in, you know, New York. Now he just moved to Florida, the next epicenter. He's just following it. He goes, never smoked or drank a day in his life. You know, pandemic hits March. It's like April 1st. You know, nobody's supposed to see their elderly grandparents. He's like, I want to come see the, the baby. You know, my Aww. daughter. He's like, I got to come see the baby. I can't fucking sit here anymore. I'm like, yeah, but you got to understand, like, you can't. Like, you're, you know, old age. You know, yeah. like, you're, you're every condition that they say is going to kill you, you have them all. He's like, don't worry about it. I'm coming. I'm going to get on the bus. I was like, Dad, let me the at least. Bus. Come. Yeah, I was like, let me at least no. come get you. He's like, I'm getting on the fucking bus. So he gets on the bus, shows up. He's got a mask on around his ear, right? Around, I'll never forget. It was around his, his left ear. He's just got it hanging. I'm like, did you take the bus like that? He's like, yeah, you got a mask on your person. That's what de Blasio said, the mayor. I go, uh, I go but it has to be across your face. I, have to, I was like, Dad, it has to be across your face. Yeah. And then he goes to me. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I thought June was Pride Month. I didn't know I had a gay son. And then I'm like, okay. And then he goes into my backyard and lights up a cigar. And I was Jesus. like, what are you doing? Like, you haven't drank or smoked anything. And he was like, let me fucking tell you one thing here, Chrissy. He goes, nothing Chinese is ever going to take me down. He goes, my veins are red, white, and blue. 
And he lights up the cigar, I swear, and just starts coughing like an idiot. And I'm like, Dad, whatever. He's not even a smoker. He doesn't care. Then I, he didn't even tell me then. I just call him one day, July 5th. I'm like, hey, you know, like, you want to hang? Like, you know, I just had a barbecue. By then, I'm like, um, you know, we just had a barbecue in my house. I was like, uh, you know, you want to oh come by? We've got some leftover food. He's like, oh, I'm in Tampa, Florida. I was like, what do you mean you're in Tampa, Florida? He goes, I moved here. <laughs> I was like, just drops it on you? What? He's like, yeah, me and your stepmother moved here. So I was like, that's another epicenter of Corona. Yeah. He was like, red, white, and blue. Blue baby. <laughs> that's what he said. He just constantly says red, white, and blue. Chinese are going to take me he down. Goes, yeah, he goes, the Chinese are not going to take me down. Dude, his dad, my grandpa, wouldn't eat sushi for the remainder of his life. He wouldn't eat sushi oh. in 1995 because he thought it was the food of the enemy. Oh, my he God. He just wouldn't. And I your dad. Top like, dog's the, the, similar, though. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad uses it. German. Uh, <laughs> other yeah. words. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, uh, well, my dad was in Vietnam. So okay. he's like, yeah, he's like, he's I don't want any of that noodles and shit. Yeah. Right? Um, Which I guess it's like, okay. I mean, these guys fought in the war. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's okay. I don't yeah, eat Russian fucking food. These Ruskies. Your dad growing up. Right. Must have been. It must have been wild. So he was a maniac, um, you know, when my mom... So, the, so how they met was my... Because my mother's a very highly educated woman, like mm -hmm. Ivy League school, like very all about education. And when you meet a prim, proper, you know, comes very well to do... Not wealthy, but like, uh, uh, you know, academics and speaks properly, like even my accent... She'd be like, honey, you need to pronounce those R's, okay? You're not yeah. going to sound like an idiot like your father. Okay, okay it's not going to happen. Uh -huh. Like, you know, like, uh -huh. so she's like that. And my father's like a legit <laughs> criminal, like was in and out of jail. <laughs> and they were at, my mother's company was doing a walkathon in downtown Manhattan in like, I guess, like 1983, 84. Uh -huh. And my dad was doing community service on the side of the walkathon. No. Shut like up. a prison work release. Like you have to do, when you get out, you have to do a few hours of community service. And he was like picking up garbage. What? like. By like off like the FDR or something wherever they were doing like that park wherever they were doing the walkathon. Please he tell me he catcalled her. Yeah, he started flirting with my mom. My yeah. mom said uh, he, she was like I, she was like I'm walking in the walkathon. All of a sudden, one of those garbage pickup things it pinches my butt, and I turn around and she's like, and it's this ugly man with an orange jumpsuit on telling me how beautiful I am and that he's going to rock my world. And I'm like, and you know she's 20 years old. I, I would assume a virgin. Like very. She's like this is not what I want. You know, but then he was so persistent and she's, you know, kind of goody two shoes family just decided to like have a fling with a bad boy. Mm -hmm. Have me. They have me. And then it's just like, you know, it's like kind of history repeats itself because then her whole life was because then they got divorced immediately because, you know, Catholic woman pregnant. Let's get married. Then divorced immediately because my mother was like big mistake. Yeah. Huge. Julia yeah. Roberts voice. <laughs> huge. <laughs> so, so huge. Big. So. <laughs> so, so they get divorced, and then my mother's whole life was keeping me on the like straight path. So right. She was like, "You're gonna, you're not gonna make the mistakes that I that I made, that your dad made. You're gonna go to school." So everything I went to school. She's like, "No drugs, no alcohol. You're gonna." So everything they asked me, I did sports. Did sports in high school, college, even professional basketball overseas. You did? Yeah. You played pro basketball for like three weeks. And then, and where then it was, uh, first I was on this team called Darfusaka in Turkey. And then, and then, um, I played, got sent right back home quick for like three days in Ireland, sent home. What were you a point guard? Point guard. I was a shooting guard in college and then a point guard. Where'd you go to college? St. Joseph's division three school. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very, very small school. But you gotta be a pretty decent basketball player. Well, basketball was my whole life. Like my yeah. father was all about sports. My okay. dad was like, you know, he wanted to play baseball and you know, just was a criminal and just yeah. didn't work out. The Yankees were like, yeah, you're a federal, you know, you're a convict. <laughs> <laughs> so like George Steinbrenner was like, mm, no. What kind of, what kind of like 
crimes crime. was he involved all in? All like like um you know like racketeering and money laundering oh, and things like, like mob that. shit. Yeah, like but like you would never <laughs> see that's the thing. Like when you actually have like a parent or like a close family member yeah. who's in the mob, like you yeah. don't, just don't you're just like yeah. It just happens. Like, I yeah. remember one day, my one of my aunts, her uh, husband was killed. Her husband and her son. Her, I, I was six months old, so I guess my cousin, um, you know, her husband was killed and the, and, and the son was killed, who it was like 25 at the time, all mafia-related stuff. And then just every month, somebody would drop a bag off in cash. Wow. Just, I guess it was the family that, like, whacked my aunt's husband and their son. Like, that was like old-school mafia tactics. Like, whatever... They did. They're like, the wife shouldn't have to pay for it. So they like take care oh, of the wow. bills. And like I, like, I was like five years old one day and I just opened the door and some guy was like, give this to your aunt. And I was just like a bag of, you know, I, I don't know how Colleen? much. Can- no, another aunt oh. on my dad's side. And I, so that's just like, but so like you learn to like, you know, that's just part of the just thing. Just normalizes. Yeah. Wow. Anytime I hear anybody be like, you know who my fucking father is, uncle is? I'm like, probably nobody. Because yeah. those guys are like, you would never even know. Like, you know, you're just yeah. like, they just kind of act the way they act like my dad's my uncle he wasn't my dad's brother but it was like close uncle like i had an uncle bobby pets who is <laughs> a real guy and he had like all these animals and he fucking loved animals and bobby like, pets. when i was a kid <laughs> when i was a kid i was like oh it's just got like like a little petting zoo like in his bobby backyard yeah, he always had like a crazy shit he had like a penguin i never forget it was like summer like 1996 in brooklyn guy as if penguin walk <laughs> i swear it was like it was like july 4th weekend How'd he's you like get I, this, bobby? I got, well i don't remember how he got it but i do remember the penguin, we, uh, me and my dad go into his house, Bobby Pets' house, like the next week, and he had like a like an air conditioner and two fans on, but it was like you know sweltering New York City heat, and I was like, I feel like I was like twelve at the time, you know, like <laughs> all about like science and all that. I was like, I don't think like this is mimicking like Antarctic conditions. Like, yeah, your Frigidaire <laughs> bullshit air conditioner, which is like rattling yeah. in a basement, and then he was feeding it cheese, and I was like, <gasps> I swear to God, I just feel like. That's it's not their natural guy. No, yeah, it died. It died a week later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then my dad and Bobby Pence buried the penguin off the side of the New Jersey Turnpike. This oh a lot of times people god. like you're making shit up. I'm not making it up. No, you can't make it's that. It's just true. Holy shit. Yeah. So, so that's kind of how my dad operated. Yeah. So you know? he ran with like some real legit. But before, like, I, I was a kid, you know? Like, yeah. so when I was a kid, by the time I, he had the one incident on September 11th where I really saw, like, wow, this guy's a fucking nut job. But yeah. since then, he's like, you know, I mean, he's still the same guy. Like, he's, but he's gotten older and like, like you know, yeah. like, I remember when I met, you know, my kid's mom, you know, she's a beautiful Puerto Rican girl. And like, I remember my dad's like sitting there. He was like, you she's got a hot mom for the old man. I'm like, you're on dialysis yeah. right now with your <laughs> wife standing right next to you. And then like, you know, and then she's like, it's like a crazy, like, kind yeah. of like life and um but he's like a great guy and like the my dad is like right intentions wrong move like the best father you could ever ask for like he's never missed a moment anything significant in my life my father's been there always but you know before i was born i think he was just like living a crazy life with crazy people and still there's craziness there but he was always like the he's the best dad like and the best grandfather you know like absolutely like because he's like this tough guy but i remember we were cleaning out uh, my daughter's uh, room when she got a little older, maybe she was like two or three, and we found like these stuffed animals and they had little diapers on them. And I was like, who was putting diapers on the stuffed animals? And my stepmom was like, your father was practicing Aww. diapers That's while the cute. baby was coming. That's cute. But you know, he would never admit how that. Did he re- how did he react? Because it's always interesting. How did he react to like the story, the, you know, the 9-11 story? Like you telling it. He, he, when I started doing comedy, he was always like, whatever you want to do, like, I'll support you. So like, he was like, you know, obviously don't mention the real names of some of these guys. He's like, because I just, you know, I don't want to, I don't want you to get in trouble. He's like, but 
whatever you want to do, do. So even like, cause you know, I was a, a physical therapist. So I had to get like a doctorate degree to become a physical therapist. Cause I told you my mother was all about education. Yeah. So, so for her, she was like, you're not going to end in college. Like you need to go through graduate school. So I went all the way to get, <laughs> it's funny too. It's just like, it's sometimes like I start telling stories and I'm like, Oh, I remember this. My dad, first of all, I, you know, it's a doctorate level program. So it's like, yeah. you're with some like really ritzy kids, right? Yeah. Like, you know, smart kids, whatever. And, you know, I applied myself. I think I, I got into the graduate program. Like I don't, I got in for my grades were okay. My GPA was okay. But I think cause I played on teams. I was like about teamwork. The Dean took a chance on me and let me, I don't think I should have qualified for the doctorate level program, but I proved myself that I could do it. Cause I had like a good GPA and just applied myself. So I was proud. And I was actually second in line to be the valedictorian. I tied. Jesus. I tied with, which is like crazy because I was like, you know, an idiot kid from Brooklyn that, you know, talks like a fucking sewer cap. But then I have like a (laughs) 3.9 GPA in a doctorate level program. So they, it was between me and this girl who was valedictorian because we both are tied. And they were like, you know, who do you want to give the speech? And I, I was like, look, the way I talk and look, I probably shouldn't give the speech, you know, because I'm just people, even when I was a physical therapist, they, I would be like, Oh, hi, you know, welcome. Like what's going on? They're like, can I, as your, are you going to see the real therapist or <laughs> are you the boss? You know, when the first day of physical therapy school, the, the Dean, nice woman. Cause you know, it's a whole application process. So she didn't know exactly who I was yet. You know, it was just names on a list. I showed up and I was like, Oh, I'm looking for room 501. She was like, are you the, are you the maintenance crew? Are you here to clean? Cause we had a spill. I was like, no, I'm a student. She was like, what's your name? And then just like looking, she was like, oh, okay, yeah. And yeah. then like, you know, had to prove it. But at the- Because do- you don't sound like one of our students. No, she yeah. was like, you don't look like Evan. Yeah. You have a bag of cash. Like, that's just what I did always. I'm like, do I need this? And then, um, and then so my dad is like, again, first of all, Chuck Schumer, you know, talked at the thing. They had, it was like a very like kind of religious, it was a public school, but they wanted to like make sure all the bases were covered. So you had Chuck Schumer, Senator from New York talking for like, the Jews, and then you had um, a Catholic uh, priest, like a cardinal, um, uh, a bishop I met talking, and then you had a like a Muslim, uh, what is it, a shaman? Not a shaman, uh, an imam? What is I don't it? Even know. An Elon Omar? What is it? You know, the, Elon Omar. I don't know Elon? what it is. The, uh, the Ebony and Ivory. And, um, you know, a Muslim priest, imam. a Muslim high priest, a fucking sultan, yeah. I don't know. But a good guy, a good Muslim kid, an imam. Yeah, an imam. Imam, okay. So he starts to, and the, dude, there's like, you know, it's like, you know, a thousand people, and the imam starts doing a prayer in Muslim and we're like very much like, you know, I'm sitting with the student body, again, getting a doctorate degree. So it's prestigious. And, you know, my, it's like in Arabic or something. Yeah. And it's in yeah. Arabic. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. and then my like it waits to like dead science. And my dad just yells out from the back. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like that. And I knew. And that's the thing. You had 500 people all turn around except me. I was looking You're straight because yeah. I knew it was You're my right. fucking yeah. dad. Yeah. And I was like, nope. nope. I'm just going to keep looking straight ahead. Yeah. yeah. Just straight ahead. There's, so, there's something, by the way, it's a <laughs> consistent thing you find. Yeah. Because I moved a lot. Yeah. There was a, always yeah. the kid yeah. with the eccentric dad. Yes. Yeah. Who was always not amused. No. By the, but everybody else was. No. Like one of my best friends in high school, his dad, when I met him, I went like, I met him in school and I yeah. go to hang out. I go to his house and his dad has a heavy accent, Cuban guy. He goes, are you here to pick up my little girl today? <laughs> and I go, what? And he's like, he's like, my little girl, are you here to pick her up? <laughs> and I go, uh, yeah. And he comes out and he's like, just straight face. And he's like, hey, see, so I see you met my dad. Yeah. And I, he goes, 
Uh, and I go, yeah. And he goes, what are you two little faggots going to do today? <laughs> I was like, uh, so, as, but as I'm laughing, he's just like, okay, dad, good. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you, and every time for four Oof. years, and actually, you know, for the 20 cents, yeah. if I see him, his dad will say, call us something like retards or fat. Sure. And, and like, and do a whole thing. Yeah. He sang a song calling mm-hmm. us homos. Yeah. Um, and like, and every time my friend is straight faced. Yeah. And all, everybody else. <laughs> Is dying loving laughing. it well yeah. because it, you know even from like an early age like you said you were young when that happened with yeah. the, like even you know that happened when i was whatever 27 but flashback i was like eight we we're at my cousin's recital and it was just me my dad and my cousin because our moms couldn't make it because they were working or something so it was you know saturday afternoon like you know the the ballet is going on the recital and you know a bunch of eight and nine year old kids and uh, little girls doing it and my cousin's up and it's nice i mean you know i'm a kid i'm like kind of paying attention i don't really care i'm just like dragged there and my dad's there like reading the paper he doesn't care same thing back row and then the the like leader of like the teacher of the ballet was like maybe like a 25 year old woman you know like really pretty woman from what i can remember and he and you know it's like intermission and i never forget my dad's like oh this is nice it's halftime i never called it halftime and it's like intermission and it's like you can hear like a pin drop again like dead silence and she's like about to say something like hey like it's intermission or whatever and my dad just yells i'll never forget like it was like in slow motion he goes show your bush <laughs> and then starts laughing at the other dads and nobody's laughing, no laughing. No. and i remember being a kid like just like knowing like you're like this is not right yeah like that's not i was like oh boy <laughs> <laughs> and then like you know like he would do, but again like the the greatest father like yeah. the like i can't explain to you like such a great dad everything i mean he just wanted to make sure i had a good life and it was like again like right intentions wrong move like he took but me isn't yeah that sorry but isn't it so upsetting when nobody laughs i mean did anybody laugh at the hakuna matata that that was really funny yeah the hakuna matata i don't remember if anybody laughed yeah, because I, you go in you probably had adrenaline shooting in through a your body state, yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean you're just like <sighs> yeah i do you know my family members would laugh. Like my cousins knew who were yeah. there. Like they're like, it's fucking hilarious. That's uncle the Tony. best. Have an uncle. Yeah. The uncle doing that yeah. is the best. I mean, it's just, you know, maniac guy. But again, like just really like well-intentioned hey, man. Chrissy, I told her to show the bush. Show the bush. <laughs> Look, you've known me for years and you know what I value the most is therapy. I myself have been in therapy for a decade. It has changed my life. And I know sometimes it takes a long time before you get your stuff together and you go, not anymore. There's no excuse not to do therapy with talk space. I know even when money's tight, you're like, I don't, I don't want to invest in myself, but it should be at the top of your mind because mental health is a necessity, not a luxury. With talk space online therapy, you can connect with a licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of in-person therapy. Get matched with your perfect therapist from the comfort of your device and reach out 24-7 whenever something's on your mind, which is huge because you don't have to wait until your next appointment. Unlike in-person therapy sessions, Talkspace gives you 24-7 access uh, to your online therapy room. It's affordable and there's a huge network of therapists to choose from. And Talkspace is secure and private. The bottom line is we all need someone to talk to. Talkspace wants to give us the support we deserve at a price we can't afford. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code YOURMOM to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's YOURMOM and Talkspace.com. Oh, my God. I was at Dwight Gooden's No Hitter in 1996. 
and um and uh we're at the game and like the upper deck and my dad's like knows like <laughs> Dwight Gooden's pitching a no hitter like it's and I'm you know a little kid I'm just happy to be at the game with my dad and my dad's like we're not gonna fucking watch a no hitter from up here we gotta go down behind home plate and I'm like well we don't have tickets for that you know he's like just listen to everything I tell you to do and it's like a swear to God like true one hundred percent story this is like crazy. And um, I've told this I've told this story before, but it's it's like just like sometimes when I'm talking, it's like oh I forgot about that part but, <laughs> because it's just like certain things block out, and then certain mm-hmm. things you're like oh this went up. So so just to set it up though so for people, you're at a major league baseball game where a major event is a is, is a very rare thing is happening. Yes. you're in bad seats. Yes, and you want to get to the primo seats, and you're like we don't have tickets, and your dad's like follow yes. my lead. Also <laughs> yes, also I forgot about this part. Also, it's 1996. Uh-huh. I'm in uh, sixth grade. My father, I had a humongous science project due the next day that I did not complete in time. My father comes from Staten Island to pick me up for the game. My mother's like, Tony, I don't care what's going on. Again, no cell phones yet. I don't care what's going on. You leave after the third or fourth inning. He needs to be home to wake up early tomorrow morning to finish the science project. Those are the rules. I don't care. He needs to come home and do not give him any soda. As soon as my mother shuts the door, we get to the corner. My dad takes out a fucking Mountain Dew, the worst of all sodas. Yeah. Just takes it out, gives it to me. Here you go, kid. He goes, here you go. He goes, just don't, obviously don't tell your mom. He goes, but I mean, she can't deprive you of everything. I mean, you're a kid. Yeah. So like we're drinking the Mountain Dew and I'm fucking wired. I'm like ready to go. I'm like, I love my dad. You know? <laughs> and then I told my dad, you know, it was like maybe like nine o'clock and I'm like, oh, it's like the third or fourth inning. He goes, we'll stay one more inning. Like whatever. Like it's, what's the, we'll tell your mother's train problems. Don't worry about it. So I'm like, okay. So then it's like the fifth inning, sixth inning, seventh inning, and, and you're Dwight still no hitter. pitching the no hitter. And my dad's like, she's going to understand. She's going to understand Dwight's pitching the no no. I'm like, I don't think my mom knows what that is or cares. She doesn't like sports or right. she hates you and she doesn't <laughs> like sports. So I feel like she's going to care and it's going to get bad. But I'm 12 years old. I'm hanging with my dad. I'm on Mountain Dew and hot dogs and yeah. fucking having a great time with my dad. So I'm like, this is awesome. So he goes, just follow everything I tell you to do. So he's holding my hand. And as he's holding my hand, he goes, take your hat off. Because we're in a Yankee hat. And he, I, never, I swear, he pushes my bangs down. I don't know what that means. Just pushes my bangs down and he holds my hat. I'm like, okay. So we're going down. And then the security guard, you know, this is, again, pre-9-11. So you could just walk around the stadium. So the security guard's there at the top of the seats that are going directly down behind home plate. And he sees two or three open seats. He goes, hey, I see two or three open down there. Can I just, you know, it's my kid's fucking first game. And Dwight's pitching a no-no. Like, you understand. And my dad's going to pull out cash, you know, cash. And the security guard says, put your money away. That's not going to work on me. He goes, I understand. He goes, well, my kid's got special needs. (laughs) I swear. And then I look up at him. Like with like my mouth open because I don't know what to do. And I swear, like I didn't mean for this to happen. I was such in shock that some drool did come out of my chin. And then the security guard rubs me on my head and goes, have a good time, kid. And we sit down in these two seats, the row in front of me. It's like a 12 year old's wet dream. I'm like, fuck. And then it's like a complex. Though, I'm like, do I look like I have special needs? Because nobody ever told me I did. But, you know, like it's like I remember walking down the steps like, what the fuck? And my dad's like, you did good. The drool was a good touch. And I'm like, I don't know what to say or do. And then the row in front of me. You did a good job. I swear to God, I don't know what to do. Dude, the row in front of me, the row fucking directly in front of me. I'm 12 years old, 1986. Mr. Perfect. The wrestler, Mr. Perfect, sitting in front of me. I love the WWF. I was a kid. Mr. Perfect sitting right there. And I'm like, Dad, that's Mr. Perfect. And he's like, who's that? And I'm like, he's a wrestler, like my favorite wrestler. He's like, oh, my God. And then he, I'll never forget. He goes, yo, Perfect. Dropped the mister. He goes, yo, perfect. He goes, can my son get an autograph? 
And then Mr. Perfect says no. <gasps> I swear, Mr. Perfect says no. Fuck and then, that guy. Yeah, and then like a few minutes. This guy right here. Yeah, Mr. Perfect. Yeah. And then my, a few minutes go by, a few minutes go by, and my dad taps him on the shoulder again and goes, perfect. Kids got special needs. I swear to God. And then I got the autograph. And it's one of those things where people are like, you make that up for a bit. Like, it's too. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to understand. I didn't want to do comedy. My therapist was the one who decided, who suggested it when I was in my mid-20s. He was like, you ever think about doing comedy? Are you serious? I swear to God. He was like Dr. Feidelberg in Brooklyn. He was like, I just think like you're a personable guy and you should tell some of these stories because I would tell them not in a funny way and the Feidelberg would be like, <laughs> like telling them, be like, you know, it really hurt me. Kids got special needs. Your kids got special <laughs> needs. I was like, it kind of bothered me that my dad wow. would say that to me or, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It feels insulting. Like I love history. Like I have a podcast now, the History, history Hyenas. History Hyenas. And you so and Giannis, right? Me and Giannis Papas, we both love history so much. We come from different parts of Brooklyn, but we love history so much. But for so long, I was suppressing that. Because my dad would just fucking say, like, in a loving way, like, history is for homos. Like, that's what he would say. Like, even when I said the history hyenas, he was like, the history homos, no? And I was like, yeah, it's hyenas. <laughs> so, so all these things about me that I just thought were, like, I thought it was gay oh. be between my dad and his friends and my Brooklyn, old, you know, all my friends are cops, firemen, garbage men, criminals, yeah. like, old school New York guys that are loving, great guys. Yeah. But it's just like, all, like, I thought if you had knowledge or if you wanted to go to school, it was like, that's... You know, you might as well be sucking dick. Yeah. So I was just suppressing it all and just pushing it down and be like, okay, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> Knowledge so, is for homos. Yeah, because it would be like everybody dropped out. Like, you know, like even when I got my doctorate degree, like I remember one of my friends, like he didn't get it. He was like, yeah. I don't understand. You fucking went to college. Like you just went to the college and yeah. now you're going to another college. Like it's stupid. We go yeah, back to back colleges. I'm like, I'm getting a doctorate degree. He's like, but are you a fucking real doctor? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm a physical therapist. Yeah. He was like, can you write me prescriptions? <laughs> and I was like, why do you want to know? He's like, I just want some Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking street value. Now, like you must have, uh, your dad's friends, you must have been, there must have been some wild friends hanging out like your dad's friends. Oh like, yeah. Like Bobby Pets. All those. Yeah. Like yeah. barbecues. I didn't realize like when you ever go to a barbecue at my father's house in the 90s like so much fun like characters and characters i, I do a joke about it in um i did david Letter david letterman another yeah. story fucking <laughs> there if you want ever watch my david letterman set you don't have to but the only reason i'm bringing it up is because about three minutes into the biggest set of my life at, at that time for sure um you see like me look up and then look down and then like get back into the set and it's because my father, mother, and uh, one of my friends from home and my aunt were there, like, and my stepmom, you know, my core family members and friends. Um, my dad, in the middle of the set, decides that my mom is the one sitting center. And he was like, you weren't. And, uh, you know, my friend told me after, he's like, there was a commotion that you could hear because it's pin drop silence where my dad was arguing with my mother that he, they should switch sheets and he should be center and if he's going to look up in the crowd to see him. And then my friend was like, he was like, yeah, because Lynn, you weren't at his first show at the Maui Taco. I was. And they're arguing about it. And my mother. During the set. During the Letterman set that the ushers came down the aisle. Because they don't fuck around. Yeah. The ushers came down the aisle and were like, you know, like my friend was like, you know, the flashlight. Like, hey, because they, they know who's sitting where. They're like, hey, we know that's your kid. If you don't stop, we will throw you out. And then my dad was just like, you know, like looked ahead, like pissed off. And my mother was just like, so. And like, I heard that commotion. But that's just mm. how. That's it, why you that's look up. That's why is. I look up. Because I heard it. And I was like, oh, boy. And you knew what, what it was? I knew what it was. But again, like, that's like wrong of my dad. But he's just like, I'm just fucking so proud that that's yeah, my yeah, kid. Of course. Yeah. So. So it's. um. But I tell a story uh, a bit on Letterman about um one of my dad's friends. They were like, 
I always noticed, and it's just like a true thing. I always noticed that they always had like companies that I knew weren't real. That's how I knew like there was some illegal activity right. going on because I was like, there's not a real company because my one of my dad's friends he had a company i made up like nickname for him for the show but the truth is, is that he would sell like you know like on fences like there's little parts like like excess wire yeah he told me once that's what his company because you ever go in a fence in a nice neighborhood there's a little twisty things on top of the fucking pipes i make those that's what i do <laughs> i sell the twisties then i had another guy tell me that he put buttons on top of hats he's like i got a company we do buttons on top of hats it's called button hats whatever, whatever yeah. it was and i just as a kid like i was like oh but, this is funny but it was like they were making up sh- yeah these but why shell do they well, it's funny though is it do they make it so uninteresting like that you're like you know when you're on an airplane back in the day and someone's yeah. like what do you do for a living the the last thing you say is comedian. You're no, like, yeah, I'm a never. fucking button maker. I yeah. put the buttons. Yeah. And is that why you think they came up with such silly... You know, pen caps? Yeah. I, I make those. Yeah. Fuck yeah. the pen on the So cap. nobody wants to hear it. I think because, you know, my mom... You know, it's very different lives. Like Monday to Friday was my mom all about education. We're working on our words. We're pronouncing our R's. We're going to be kind of socially acceptable. And then weekends with my dad on Staten Island was just free for all. Whatever you want. Fucking let's go crazy. Sports. You know, whatever... You're going to be a man, that type of stuff. So I, my mother would always say like, you know, like when you go into a party, you know, introduce yourself, ask a question, show you're interested, all that stuff. So I would just like, you know, thought that applied to everyone. But I remember like one of my dad's friends, I was like, oh, hey, what do you do for a living? And I remember he said, he was like, what are you writing a fucking book report? He's like, this kid's writing a, he's like, Tony. And then I never forget, he says to me, he goes, Tony, I mean, this fucking kid, is he talking to the feds too? This fucking kid? You know, like, you know, and I was like, I was like, ah, you know, like, you're like, I'm just saying, hi. I was like, it's like my birthday party. I'm just welcoming. And, you know, and, uh, and then that they would go into that. And then, yeah, like my, I remember it was it's always a good sign, by the way, if you just ask someone like one question, like what's your, what's with the questions? Yeah. Like, I'm just asking you like, one, one fucking question. Like, it's my first question. Yeah. Like, this kid's writing a fucking book report. <laughs> And then, and then it was like it, you know, they would, then they would joke around like after like they always tap me down for a wire which was like funny to them and Hilarious. they would laugh I'd be like I feel like a, uh, what the fuck yeah. you know they were like this kid's wearing a wire and then um, but it was oh kidding but then I kind of like was always on the fence I was like I don't know if they are I don't know if they are and I don't ask any questions I don't care like I love being with my dad and he's a great guy and whatever but then it was maybe like 2000 I don't remember the exact year maybe 2007 humongous sting operation in New York where they arrested like 130 members of the mafia like yeah. it was the biggest they had to rent out a gymnasium to like wow. and bring a judge in because it was this just huge thing operation that like yeah. effectively put like the final nail in like the old school mafia's coffin after Giuliani Institute of Rico yeah. Act it took like 20, 15 years for everybody to start to go away but this was like the kind of thing and then I, it was on the news they showed all the guys like the mugshots and like 15 of them were at my dad's barbecue throughout the years. I was like, okay, so now I know. Yeah. Now I don't even remember. It's like all these guys. Like, like, I know these that guys. guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. I'm like, here wow. we go. So, um, but yeah, I mean, again, just a fucking like the greatest dad in the That's world. Wild dude. Even like stories like that aren't really even like because I just feel like it's like unfair in like these times now where like the woke police will just like want to persecute someone it's like very like fascist where they're like if you don't agree with me you're like the worst person of like course. my dad like anything my dad said around like some woke person i mean would be like what the fuck like you know my dad would not get a netflix special right now you know like they're like no and and no. not happening no. but like my like in 2012 when hurricane sandy happened ravaged new york destroyed new york especially staten island where my dad lives and on the coast there 
were like these little bungalows where like a lot of like, you know, like Latinos lived and it was like kind of like like low income housing, but it was mostly Latinos living there. And my dad every day would rent a U-Haul truck or whatever, help them unload stuff in and out of the truck, uh, you know, get them on their feet for two weeks. He had a family in his house because his house wasn't really damaged in his basement, let them live, would take the kids to and from school every day. But he was still my dad. So like, for example, like the, the leader of the family, the father, his name was Jose. My dad would call him Juan. He's like, Juan, you want some Bustelo? You know, we don't have Bustelo. He'd be like, hide the silverware. You're not going to steal my forks. <laughs> fucking Pedro. I'm like, the kid's name is Jason, you know? <laughs> and but like the act. So, you know, like the intentions were yeah. I'm going right. to help this. So you would talk to. You would talk to the family and they'd be like, still, they're like, your dad is like like our hero. I feel like reasonable people get that that is just like the layers of human beings. Right. You know, that you're like, there's a guy who's doing great things and he makes off color comments and jokes. Right. It's only like in today's world where people make the biggest deal about the comments and then discard the act the of behavior like how, yeah. right. look at people's behavior that's how you judge a man not well, by well that's what i feel too like stupid i'm kind of realizing too i don't know if you guys are realizing it like there's also like an entitlement in being a victim too oh, yeah. like Boy, being a yeah. victim is like you're just as entitled job for some people and you're just as narcissistic as the people that you claim to yep. hate you know if yes. you hate trump or you hate anybody in power you're like you're just you everything being a, it's like life is not easy there's yeah. different for everybody there's different phases and every group of human beings every decade we have to deal with a new crisis that's just what life is but it's yeah. like if you're going to sit here and say that 2020 is not is is worse than the 1800s in new york it's like you're being a victim you're being entitled to being narcissistic it's like stop yeah. like yeah. really understand like how good things are even in the midst of a pandemic as compared to the 1800s or 1900s it's absurd yeah, but, you know, absurd. most people, if you say that, they're like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, like, so it's like, it's just a little like exhausting now where mm-hmm. I'm like, I like people in the middle. I like centrist people. I'm like, if you're taking a fucking stand on one side or the other, I'm just like, you're probably too much for me. <laughs> like, I need to know I'm Chrissy down the middle. I'm Chrissy Gray zones. Yeah. So which way is it going to go? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I like. I think most reasonable people are. Absolutely. Yeah. I think and, so. Yeah, and yeah, obviously, reasonable. Yeah. Do the right thing in November, you know. Do the yeah. right thing. Uh, make America great again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep well, it great. No, I'm, glad, I'm glad you mentioned it. Trump 2020. No, <laughs> no, I actually don't know. Vote for the Donald. Trump is the man. Let's put our nation into his hands Mike Pence and Donald make a great team they'll make our nation the greatest it's been they've got the wisdom courage and pride criminal Clinton ought to go hide they know our borders leak like a sieve they'll build a wall that's high and strong and it's not gonna give well there's more of that but you understand well do we finish the wall or not it's coming <laughs> very patriotic. Very fucking patriotic. Over the guy's heart. a great guy. No, great he's guy. a great guy. Nice chain too. Jesus is fucking height and weight and gold. I mean, chain like that. <laughs> Something my dad would wear <laughs> with a Yankees batting practice jersey. On. Oh my god, yeah. That's all that guy would wear. And fucking suit jacket, sweatpants. Oh, you know, good. My kind of. Did you know I, when I, we moved to Florida when I was fourteen mm-hmm. and I got my hair cut? I ever tell you this by 
a really Italian New York guy named Silvio, okay? <laughs> and he had a heavy accent. And he would take two hours to cut my hair because he would go like clip, clip, and he'd step, step back and yeah. just talk. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, you know, nothing no. I'm to tell you. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And he would talk. For, and I, I found him like so entertaining. Sure. And over time, you know, I get to know this guy's cutting my hair a year, one year, two yeah. years. So I'm like, you know, I, I always start pressing questions, right? Yeah. Like, so when did you move down here? Yeah. And he's like, uh, happened like, like 98 or something what are you, like the that police no he's like and he's a real sweet guy and then one day just through all the italian stories and stuff and i go did you ever know any like mob guys up there he just stopped and he was like yeah and i go what well, did like did you know him he's like and he just one day he just tells me he goes so this crew used to use my shop as a meeting place because mm-hmm. they needed a place that wasn't compromised and I go, so how did it work? He goes, they would, a guy would just come in and say, we need to talk here. <laughs> and then I would go for a walk. And then I would, when I came back, they would be gone mm. and there would just be cash on the, on the table. And I was wow. like, no shit. Yeah. And I, I mean, of course, I'm a, I'm a high school kid. I was like, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah, it's fucking terrifying, man. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and then, and then I'm like, so why, why did you move down here though? And he's like. What do you because think? yeah, <laughs> you got to get away. Yeah, he, he, yeah. Moved, he moved down to Florida just to get away from that. Yeah, yeah, I would too. That's Anytime scary. you ask like an old Italian man, or I, I say it's mostly Italian. If you're like from New York and you ask them, "Oh, what'd you do for a living?" And if they say many things, you know they're yeah. telling you that I'm in the mafia. That's yeah. like the little code. Yeah, they many say many things. things. That's how you know. I had a wow. uh, a friend whose uh, dad was uh, into crimes mm-hmm. that was uh, Latin, and okay. so in the Latin world. What they say when you know they're in, like definitely a criminal, import export. Yeah, okay. so if you, go down, to, if you go down to Miami and you're like, "What's your yeah. dad doing?" Like, import hey, export. Import, import export. And you're like, "What? What do you import and export though?" Like, yeah, goods, like yeah. clothes, and they're like all types of things. All types, like, yeah. Drugs. That's what okay. it is. Yeah, yeah. import export. Good. Yeah. yeah. So, could you have a more vague description of your job? <laughs> Just import like, export. Import export. That's true. Yeah. My dad was always friends with these old school Hungarians that were like missing knuckles. Sure. And one guy, um, he's dead now. He he would do this thing where he would refill ink ink cartridges. Okay. Like he would get them out of dumpsters and then refill them and sell them as new. Yeah. And he made millions <laughs> of dollars yeah. doing this. And then he would make it all off the books. He had no social security sure. number. Anyway, he ended up getting cancer in Miami and couldn't get health insurance because he had no social security number, couldn't get anything, and had to pay cash for all of his cancer treatments and like basically lost all the money from being Fuck, a criminal. Fuck, from all his crimes. It's real sad. Which sucks for you him. Really keep you know your, what I mean? your cash yeah. from your crimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just want to keep it all. That, then there was that one hungo that I met at a party. <laughs> hungo. was like, uh, we were like, somebody made the comment, like he had the slim waist. I know and they're exactly like, what you're talking like, about. I'm like, not going to say Looking name. good. He goes, one apple. One apple a day. I'm like, that's what you eat? He's like, all day. He goes, for lunch, like, I have an apple. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's all. it. And, he that's goes, it. and that's all you need. I'm like, that's not all that's I need, dude. Yeah. That's all like, you need. No. I'm skinny. He, I like, need a lot he's more. Like, Do you want to lose weight? Eat the yeah. one apple. Drink, I've had three water. Starbucks pumpkin scones this morning. Yeah. Three. They're 500 calories each. <laughs> Chrissy bitch hips. <laughs> Chrissy bitch hips. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, dude. I, I, yeah, I need to fucking eat. Yeah, uh, I, I just gotta I eat get, shit. I get angry. I feel like your dad would be a fan of Dan Pena. Do you know Dan Pena? No, oh my God. No, no, no. This is Dan oh, Pena. Talking about why do I coach? treat everybody like shit? And why have I been so fucking successful <laughs> over these 25 years? Because it fucking works. And the reason you're here, you snowflake cunt, is because nobody treated you like shit. <laughs> Tough love works. You fucking weenies. 
Oh, I love this guy. Yeah, he's the he's best. He's the best. I mean, that guy, like, literally, that's a guy, that's a guy for me. Yeah, yeah. Just, me too. You know, that's a guy for me. I don't care. It's like what political affiliation. It's like, I, I'm just looking at him as a human being. That's a guy for me. Yeah. I yeah. love that shit. Dan, you got the money. Okay. I got, yeah, I got okay. a few, Bob, yeah. Okay. You support Trump? You do? Yep. Okay. Yep. I was one of the first endorsers, public okay. endorsers of, of President Trump. What are you Trump. guys going to do? When our ocean level rises? Oh my God. Thank you for asking that no, question. I have the answer, though. Don't let me finish. I have the answer. Let me finish. Well, well, uh, thank right you for the now. question. Yeah. For, okay. For the first time on Earth, we're changing the gas. Now you're let full me. of shit. Sit down. I'm going to answer you. I'm going to answer you. Just shut up and, shut up and sit down. No way. Sit down. No. I live for Let's this. Just guy. take Florida, for example. Which is one of the fastest growing. Oh, I, just, I just love it. This guy's a 10 out of 10. Oh, he's yeah. amazing. Hanging yeah. out with losers. <laughs> Wasting your time with people that mean Correct. nothing to you. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That's one of your top, top three, it is. three pieces. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You want to know why you're all fucked up? Just look at the fucking bums you hang around with. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this authentic. Yeah. Totally authentic. That's what I. Yeah. That's what I'm drawn to. Is of course, fucking real. He's a real guy. Yeah. This is why you're fucking poor. <laughs> <laughs> you're a cunt, Brian. Not me. I love it. Isn't he the best? The best. I, I can't believe I've never heard of this guy. Oh, he's, oh, a, he's an. Has he anyone in ever said, "Fuck you, Dan Pena"? I'm walking out the door. No, I've thrown a couple out, but nobody's ever said that. No, I take that back. One, uh, one uh, Romanian. Walked out the door because he said I was making fun of him, calling him a gypsy, a Roma. <laughs> <clears throat> but then when we came back in the afternoon, he was sitting in the library. And I thought, I, th I thought you left. And he says, no, 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 you were right. You're so right. I'll be the first if I walk. Yeah, yeah, if you walk, you'll be, you'll be the, there'll be plenty of cunts here, but you may be the first cunt to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> There's Dan. Sweetest guy, Dan, too. Have you guys ever had him on the show? Yeah. Yes. And yeah. we had, and we we had, had lunch with him. We had lunch with him. Yeah. Is he just same, a, a same guy? A wonderful guy. He's actually, you know, like he's, he is authentically the same guy. Um, I remember I was like, hey, uh, I was like, can I get some, you know, you're a business coach so can yeah. i get some business advice and he's like yeah what about and i go um like so you know what's like a good advice for me like he's like well, well like how do you make most of your money yeah and i go uh touring doing stand-up shows he goes do more fucking shows yeah and i was like is that the advice and <laughs> he, was like, he was like yeah yeah make more money do more shows fuck face and i was yeah. like all right thanks man thanks, yeah <laughs> no but business wise you guys are fantastic with the business yeah. i mean fantastic like absolutely um admirable and inspirational like even the um the live uh show streaming shows yeah yeah i i'm trying to do one i'm doing one on october 23rd 8 p.m christycomedy.com but i was like man like watching the way you guys promo and yeah. all that stuff i'm like that's like you guys are obviously excellent at the show but the business part which i think a lot of us forget in entertainment yeah. is like that's important way yeah w as important maybe more you know where i'm like man like fucking that's that's what we got to do. So I've been trying to focus more on that. Like, how do I? I got to like bring people to. That's why I've been on Patreon a lot because I feel like, man, if they can cancel anybody out here, like we got to have a place where it's like, yeah, I want to be able to say whatever the fuck I want, and if the per person wants to pay five bucks for it, they can pay. 
five yeah. bucks for it, you know? Well, good. And because the gatekeepers of this business are no longer the gatekeepers. No. They have no more power. No right. no manager, no agent, none, no executive is going to get fired in two fucking weeks is going to control you anymore. Nope. And they're and good good I, riddance you can do it all yourself you I don't f- need them i feel like the Fuck algorithm na- the algorithm bitches. is the gatekeeper now that's right you know? that's right and that's it's right. smarter you to be doing that stuff and doing your live yeah thing. yeah i'm doing the live stream and what's your live stream is it um a stand-up live stream or just like a stand-up okay. i was going to do stand-up but where are you going to do it wall street theater norwalk connecticut and you're going to stream it stream it oh. so there's a hundred awesome. only a hundred people allowed in the theater those tickets are sold out but then you know on my website you can like Dude, street, that's great. I can get yes. as many in as you know, whatever yeah. fifty thousand seats, whatever. Yeah. So I'm gonna, you know, try to like give people an opportunity. If I've never come to your city or all over the world, I mean anywhere. So Do it. Keep it up that's for forty eight hours. Where can people get the tickets for that? ChrisDcomedy.com. ChrisDcomedy.com. Yeah, and then um, actually, we just did an episode on the history hyenas podcast. It's about. Um, this guy Clarence King, mm-hmm. who's like we call him like the original Sean King because like Sean King, you know, you guys know Sean yeah, King. It's yeah. like you know, it's like activist, I, and, activist, yeah, yeah. but he's clearly white. He's just saying yeah. he's black. You yeah, know, yeah, like we did yeah. like a whole episode. And by but, the way, every time that anything happens, and like he says something, all of Black Twitter just goes fuck this piece of shit. shit yeah. it's un, it's remarkable. Yeah, you're like what? <laughs> like, dude, I don't care. The, the only problems I have is like, okay, you want to start. You know, if you're starting something with a lie, it's like a, a problem. But yeah. it's like, hey, if you're doing good for the community, great. But yeah. it's like a lot of times he'll lie and like incite shit. And you're like, that's the issue I have with you, dude. Yeah. But so we found this guy, Clarence King, who pretty much like just like liked this. Like he was a white guy. And then he just saw a black woman walking towards him in like the 1920s and was like, there's no way this girl's going to go out with me if I say I'm white. So he just introduced himself as a black man. He was like, hey, I'm black. Here's my name. And then they got married like. 10 years later but if you google the picture clarence king this guy looks like you we were calling him funny what? i was calling him tom segura on the podcast let's see yeah see. clarence king google clarence king and then just images one of the pictures we thought look at that oh, the, yeah. that one the third one in i yeah. was like that looks like tom segura a little bit tommy yeah so clarence king yeah. and i was like there he is there and, you are and uh, see like that's an episode that oh like my God, we, the hairline. we put I'm it out <laughs> yeah we black i'm black and if you're black i would like to have sex with you too yeah <laughs> It's just a fascinating thing. That's what our podcast is. We just find things in history. That's, like, fa- that's fat. That's so this fun. dude, that's really what happened. He, he just, just wa- literally walked. Oh, and then go to the picture to the right there, because that must be him and the lady, That's right? him and his lady. Oh. Wow. Yeah. But he had to, he had to. Um, Where was, what city was he in? Um, I think, I'm forgetting now. I think it was either Ohio or New York. Or why they, is he notable? Like, why is there a wiki of him? Because, because he, at the end of his, so the, he had a wife, he had a, a white wife and three white kids and then married this woman, Oh, his black wife and had kids with her. And it was only on his deathbed. Did he ever say, Hey, I'm white. Yeah. I've, I've never been black because back then in that time in like the, in this time, if you, because the white man was like, so on top, you just have to believe what he said. So right. if I'm, if I'm a white man oh, saying, wow. Hey, guess what? I'm black as a black woman, or you have to just pretty much just be like, go with it. Yes. Because if not, like you could be trouble in your life. Yeah. So that's, but he was like, but for the most part, black women wouldn't date black men. Like they'd be a uh, black woman wouldn't date white men. So he's just like made a split second decision. Like he was like, oh, this girl's got fucking is hot. Yeah. So I'm going to just say I'm black for the rest of he my leave, life. So he left his white wife and no, white, no. he had his wife and white wife and kids oh. and he would go on business trips back oh, home go back and forth. But the controversy was at the That's end of his life up. on his deathbed, he left his inheritance. He had a lot of money. He left it to the black wife because he really fell in love with her and loved her and she never got the money in 30 years later but we just did like the first Sean King because we was like Clarence Clarence King King Sean King yeah that's his great granddad we just always thought it was like a funny thing that's very funny but like episodes like this 
like we did a lot of it on YouTube, but then like when we really started getting fucking nuts and wild, you know, we just put it on Patreon. That's the way so, to do it. Such so is what we do. That's so what, that's the way to do it. And man. like all like on Patreon, like we're doing a morning show there every Wednesday, like just saying wild shit about the news. We do a conspiracy show. We do like you guys have good chemistry. We together, feed too. it. Giannis and I try to feed yes. it. So it's patreon.com slash Bay Ridge boys. If you guys want to check it out and support. And because I just feel like then you become like invincible. Like I feel you like do. you guys can't be canceled. Uh, Andrew Schultz and Tim Dillon. These guys can't. None can't of it can be canceled. Be canceled. Yeah. So I want that, you know, yeah. like even now I'm doing a pilot for true TV and I asked them, I was like, have you guys like listened to some, I've said wild shit on my yeah. podcast, like yeah. wild nuts fucking shit. And they were like, yeah, we listen. We don't kind of don't care. And if the show gets on the air, like we'll deal with it then. But even that I'm like, well, if you were going to cancel me, it kind of almost helps in a weird way, even though like, I don't want to go through that. It, it's like, oh, because then it, people say like, I've only come with things like from love. Like I, yeah. if I was going to make like a racist joke. It's like, it's cause I'm, it's a joke. Like I yeah. love people. I'm from New York. Like we love everybody, but this cancel culture shit, I'm like happy to have a place where it's like, even if you took it all yeah, away from protected me, there. my fans would yeah. be like, no, we're strong. We're your base. Yep. So yeah, it's will. And they will. Yeah, they dude. will. I hope so. I heard you bitches were looking oh, for me. Fuck. Oh, what's this? Okay. Have you uh, been on TikTok? Um, well, no, no. Um, I won't do anything to support the Chinese. Oh, <laughs> red, red, white, and blue, blue. Chrissy. Red, white, blue, Chrissy. No, I am on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So Christina curate. curates uh, talks, which she likes to call dark talks, not okay. the ones that they want you to see. Not right. people doing fun dances and making cupcakes. This is the, the other real lane. Talk. The real TikTok. Let's see it. And we just check them out every week. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, guys. So, hey, guys. I'm sorry about my hair. You know, and all that. But I'm... <laughs> Um, I did my yoga this morning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just so you know, that's part of my three um, workouts that you get when you buy when you buy my workout plans. And it is really great. It stretches me out. It gets me motivated for the day. You should get it, guys. Come on and get your yoga workout today. <laughs> that's a good, that is and, a good uh, sales. Remember, pitch. guys, you are worth it. You're worth God it. Bless. You're worth it. Thank you. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you. Third workout of the day, man. I like it, dude. He looks Amish. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and uh, first thing I think when I see him is like, this guy knows how to work out. Hundred percent. Well, you yeah. want to do your workout ad laying down on a bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that really shows people. What's the third workout like, today? I'm so energized. But man. I'd be more inclined to support this guy. Yeah, I yeah, would support this guy. I'm like, yeah, this fucking guy seems all right. You know, I'm not. I know I'm not going to get anything from a workout class anyway. I just like you either do it or you don't do it. I okay. eat too many black and white well, cookies. I'll tell you, you can, this later on. Sure. Um, uh, I'll just uh, I'll let you know. I, I got one of his workouts. Okay, and um, I'll, I'll share it with you after. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I, think, I appreciate I, it. I think it's probably better off the air. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to give away <laughs> something okay. charges for for yeah, free. Yeah. Secrets. You know? yes. Can't wait to get ripped. He's also got a sale for military, police, and firefighters. They get five dollars off. As they should. Yes. Very, very cool. I just wanted to update you guys on his career. Thanks a lot for pulling that. (laughs) You got it, guys. Appreciate it. it. Thank you. You got it. Good morning, my queen. You are very stunning. Thank you for the compliment, and you have a wonderful day. You're the queen of the day. I love that it says we love a non-pedophilic king. Well, don't forget, hello, my 18 and above Yeah, this guy sometimes makes it clear that he's like, Good morning, my 18-plus queens. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is important in 2020. Yes, it is. It is. It's, yes. he's, he's, you know? He's taking full credit. I like that guy. Non-pedophilic. Yeah. I'm trying okay. to... I think... Uh, even, yeah. Is it here? 
Is this there, it? That's the original one. There yeah, we the go. The dark one. Yeah. The dark one. Good morning, my queen's above 18. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. the king. He, he makes it real clear. Like and he rhymes eight. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my queen's above, above 18. 18. Queen teen. Yeah. Did you find out, by the way, did you find out uh, what was going on here? Do you Here's know? something to think about. Do you know? When you drink alcohol... Oh my God! You live a deteriorate, <laughs> and after that, you gonna be on dialysis. Okay. Okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> That's exactly how my dad put my bangs at the Yankee game. <laughs> That's what I felt like for about a month after. I I was like looking at them like this was me when I was twelve. <laughs> That is the, one of the funniest things. That is the distinct hair. Kids' special needs. Yeah. Kids' special needs. I mean, his TikTok. And they're like, enjoy, enjoy the game. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my dad fucking, so he was like with all like the defund the police thing. Like he, like they had one, they had a march in Bay Ridge, which is like fucking crazy part of Brooklyn, like outskirts, like it's probably like a red, you know, votes red area. But it was so funny, dude. Like, they tried to fucking do, like, a little protest through Bay Ridge, and it just didn't work there to defund the police. And then the Bay Ridge guys came out with signs that said, refund the police. <laughs> they were like, refund them. Give them more fucking money. I say we pay them double time. And then the people just, like, laugh. <laughs> yeah, my dad. It's just funny to just watch people leave, yeah. you know? Well, this whole thing now, everything now is, like, theatrics, though. Oh, sure. It's really for show. Like, I don't yeah. know how many people really... No. People are bored as fuck. Yeah, they're yeah. bored out of their minds. Uh, yeah, we'll I cannot see. get turned on or stay interested if there is no power play or fight for power, either in the streets or in the sheets. I need both. Otherwise, I'm just going to get bored and I'm going to overpower you. And I'm... I, no, I need to be bullied as well. And I need you to fight me. Don't what? you love her? I just Pretty love cool her. Chick. Is she's she being um, serious? Uh huh. Yeah, she's like she's a lesbian on TikTok, and she's always putting the, these cool like, right. like what? Yeah. I just love it. I just think she's absurd putting it out there like that. But. Yeah, no, I mean that this to me was always <laughs> like I know she's a lesbian, but like in a straight woman, that type of like I need to be, I need you to <laughs> fuck with me psychologically. Yeah, was always a, a turnoff. Of what like, do you, you mean? Know, like uh, Not a red I mean, flag. I need to make sure you play games if <laughs> yeah. we are together. Psychotic. Like, I okay. thought when the video started, I thought it was Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> she could kick Tony's ass. Let's she probably honest. could. Yeah, easily. Oh my god. <laughs> If you can't handle me and my pathological need for both validation and affection, you don't deserve me at my also pathological need for extremely rough and kinky sex. <laughs> oh, they're, they're a great match. It's I too know. bad she's gay. I yes. love this guy. Yeah, yeah I do too. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot. These millennials are just demanding shit from people. Like, yeah. It's he's just... one of the most terrifying guys I think we've ever featured. <laughs> His arms are so long. Man, I know. Shockingly long arms. Also, the complete... Total lack of emotion in his yeah. eyes. It's a little off-putting. He's no. dead inside. Yeah, right. He's like no blinks. Yeah, fucking nuts. Yeah. You might need. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting approach to dating. I mean, you really just put it out there. Those are very specific needs. The look in the eyes and also to stay the completely monotone. Yeah, let's still yeah. see it speech. again. I want to see yeah. And yeah. in the shower. He's doing if it. If you can't handle me and my pathological need for both validation and affection, you don't deserve me at my also pathological need for extremely rough and kinky sex. Wow. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 
God, wow. I know that nose piercing also is it's really it's like right in the I middle, mean, just right there. Oh, yeah. geez. I mean, you go to the what do you you go remember, you go drill drill oh, it right fucking here. But, and he's like fifteen years old. What does he know about his kinky? Sex <laughs> but like a shit? guy like this like leaves an impression. On people, like, have you ever been in the presence of like a true sociopath, <laughs> yeah. like a dead inside person? I haven't, but my my aunt tells this fucking the way she told the story to us once, where I was, we were like, what? So her husband is originally from Utah, mm-hmm. okay, and his sister, when she was like, I don't know, sixteen, uh, no, not sixteen, nineteen, in like the seventies, goes on a date with this guy, and my aunt's just like telling us a story. Goes on a date with this guy, and he she's like you know she's like she's on the date with this guy. And she's just like there's like a sociopathic look in his eyes, like he's dead inside. Like he picked her up, and it's weird. And she's just like I just feel extremely uncomfortable. Like I cannot explain. I'm just shivering with fear. I don't want to be here anymore on the date because she would ask him questions, and she was like it would it would like bounce off him, and he'd give like a programmed response, like robotic Ooh. in the seventies. And she was like I'm I was very uncomfortable with it. And so she called her brother, my aunt's husband, to come pick her up. And he was like, okay. So comes, picks her up. They go back. No problem. The, the, her brother is going out the next morning at like 630 in the morning for like his paper route or something like that, the job that he had. And the guy on the date from the night before runs out of the bushes. So he was waiting at the house to like do something, whatever. And it's like so creepy and weird. And like it just stayed. It stayed with this woman for so long. Five years later, whatever, it was fucking Ted Bundy. No. It no. was Ted Bundy. She went out on a date with wow. Ted fucking Bundy. And to this day, never, she said, when you're ever in the presence of a sociopath, you know. You she was it. like, I never in a million years. She's like, he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was just looking through me at the way that I felt so violently uncomfortable. And it was fucking Ted Bundy. He already killed women at that time and oh, like was what? 100% just going to kill this lady. Which I was like, wow. how sick is that? And that when I looked at that guy, I just thought of that Ted Bundy story. I was like, that's like a little yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a gender fluid Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got dude. Sh- this guy Bundy for vibes. sure. If you were like, uh, when you come in bed and like uh, just cut me open, he'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, no problem, yeah, okay, okay, okay. yeah. Okay. But I mean, yeah, he's that's really crazy man yeah, yeah. And she told that she was telling us that story and we were like wow this is like we were on the edge of our seats we we're like crazy and then she's like and guess who it was yes ted who? bundy how about that um, yeah she's bundy. like ted bundy turkey's done what a wacky kid you've just entered black country tiktok so mind how you go and keep out the off road this one's a master of accents. Can you understand what the fuck just happened there? Very small bits and pieces of it. Yeah. I, I thought he was having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought the TikTok was. Oh, what well, are kid? You've just entered Black Country TikTok. So mind how you go and keep out the off road. Mind how you go and keep out the off road? Oh, I don't no. know. But you've just entered Black Country TikTok. TikTok, yeah. I would not think Black Country TikTok would be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not that. It's a Who's bunch scarier? of Yeah. That guy or the kinky teenager? K- kinky teen. All the way kinky teen. Yeah. Running into the kinky teen outside that house would, would be, be the ultimate Whoa. fear thing. Like, hey, Chrissy. Chrissy. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, fuck me so hard. <laughs> Are you ready to push me psychologically? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up? I'm Jimmy Creek. I'm just looking for a pen pal or a friend or maybe more. Uh, if you're feeling the vibe, then hit me up at jpay.com. All right. Peace out. 
There you go. Well, I'm from Idaho, originally from California. Oh. What's up? Hit me up. Currently incarcerated. Need some friends. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 need some friends. Need some friends. This guy needs a Patreon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this is cool. So this is a TikTok, prison, love, and friendship. And yeah. you can hook up with inmates. And, Dude, and by brother. the way, That's dope. there's mm-hmm. nothing better. If you're out there and you're just looking to connect with somebody, hit up uh, JPay, James Creech here. James Creech. He's from nice California, so we can talk about Cali stuff. You can talk about California cool. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Very cool. I like this guy. Yeah. The shirt comes off for this one. Here Uh-oh. we go. <laughs> oh. Oh. Whoa. What is this, Floyd Mayweather's TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! There it is. Fire. <laughs> that was really good. That was good, dude. Those are sweet tits. I mean, you've had, yeah, those are big ones. I thought the UFC fight was, was the best <laughs> fighting I'd seen in a while, but this yeah. that was pretty good. I'm gonna send this to Rogan if you don't mind. Give me this uh, this file. It's really good. <laughs> Do you think Roman? I would love to hear his his commentary. You know, what I can send it to. I'll send it to <laughs> Izzy. I'll send it to Israel and be like, "Do okay. you think you could fight this guy?" Yeah, yeah. See what he says. See what he says. I just love how he's like, "Take my shirt off for this one." Yeah, like he's really doing some shit. Today. Yeah, yeah. Do you think like you could like? last like 10 seconds with like mike tyson no 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 right no i know i don't know that i could even uh, now he's 53 and um yeah here's the thing i mean you could maybe last 10 seconds of of not getting hit like you know you could like if you're you're an athletic dude you can maybe but once he if he's landing but even if you're blocking and he's landing body shot couple hooks yeah it's gonna be over real fast that's the thing with me too it's like people are like oh you're athletic it's a fucking, it's a mirage, dude. I mean, I played ball, but ever since then, dude, it's leading man face, best friend body. That's how I roll through these streets. I've, I auditioned for like a Marvel movie. And they're like, take your shirt off. It was like a good audition. They're like, put it back on. Uh, I was like, yeah, it's just a letdown. But now I don't care. Now yeah. I'm just in a relationship. But the fighting is so much crazy. Like fighting is insane with, with when it comes to athleticism. Because yeah. athletic people will think like they can fight sometimes and you're, yeah. like, you're like do you have a background in fighting and they're like no and you're like why do you think that you'll just be able yeah. to fight like it's one thing to be like i fought a dude who said some shit to me and yeah. but like against a trained fighter oh yeah they're, they're gonna fucking destroy dude, you one of my friends russ got fucking annihilated this summer in long beach new york got into a humongous fist fight got his fucking ass kicked because he popped off they were drunk he popped off on someone and he thought he could handle himself because he was take he had taken a month of cardio kickboxing yeah no <laughs> it's dude. like cardio kickboxing no. that's shit my mom does yeah mm-hmm. you just got your ass handed Dude, to you i was in a boxing gym where yep. this was like a class and then there was a there's a couple rings there so in the ring is a, is a 19 year old junior olympian right oh boy and he's just warming up he's doing he's, he's jumping rope pop, pop, pop. he's working mitts and then one of the kids who's been like side by side with us and we're doing drills they i you know I, whatever they're like, tony uh like want right. to jump in with him and i'm like you're going to jump in with this junior Olympian? And I didn't know that this kid who, who, who was like side by side doing drills with us in right. class was like a prodigy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets in there and is like going toe to toe with this junior Olympian. And I go, wait, how old is this, this kid? Like this, right. this badass who's been in class? 15. Whoa. He's 15 years old. And, I, and I, it was in that, that was the moment where I was like, this 15-year-old, without a doubt, could fuck me up beyond recognition. A sophomore in high school could beat the There's, fucking oh, shit. Oh yeah. Then Mike Tyson started at like thirteen years yeah, old. Yeah, well he was too. fucking people up. And he would fuck you he was up. He's fucking people then. up in the streets. Yeah. yeah. And then they put him in yeah, they put him, they started training him and they were like, oh, okay. Monster. Yeah, monster. Fuck. 
one of my friends when I was 19 years old just decided to get circumcised. Uh-huh. This kid he just decided to get circumcised. Polish kid born in Poland. He was dating this girl. And she's like, she didn't want the foreskin, so he got fucking circed, and then she dumped him like two weeks later. <gasps> but he came into school on crutches, right? Uh. He comes in on crutches, and he, I'm like, dude, did you hurt your ankle or something like that? He's like, nah, it's my back. I'm like, you shouldn't be on crutches then. He's like, nah, I should be. I'm like, what's going on? Like, tell me the truth. What's going on? I was like, don't make a big deal, but I got circumcised. She wanted me to get circumcised. I'm like, let me see your fucking dick right now. So he, pull, he pulls out his dick, and I mean, dude, it looked like, like an ISIS beheading video. It was like just, <laughs> I was like, holy smokes. <laughs> but. We fucking, like, two days later, you know, this idiot, he calls me. He's like, bro, I think I got an infection in my cock. I'm like, yeah, well, you got circumcised. Like, why would you get circumcised? Like, we're 19. So, anyway, we go to the hospital. I go to the hospital with him because he's like, his dick is just like, I mean, he had a little dick. And now it's like, really, like, it's like, he's like, I I can't even pee. Like, my dick is inside my body. So, we go and we're waiting in the ER. And a guy comes in who had, from a boxing gym, the reason I'm bringing it up, comes in boxing gym. He had just... He was boxing, sparring with someone, and allegedly the story like we were hearing from the nurses was he thought he was a little bit better at boxing than he was and trained with someone who was professional, semi-professional, and they were kind of like digging in on each other, and the professional hit him with an uppercut and skimmed his nuts by accident and split his nutsack open, and his balls fell out of his sack from a because that fucking guy thought that he could fight a pro fighter. In you know some fucking sparring gym. I I told the story. I told the story. to joe who then told it who brought it up if you ever look up charlie murphy on so funny on rogan okay so i find out charlie's doing rogan and i go you got to ask him about johnny gill and uh, oscar de la hoya he's like what yeah so what happened was when i won that i won a contest that's how i met joe I'm, i won a contest <laughs> to a stand-up contest to host shows for him right john heffron and charlie murphy went on tour the, the Maxim Bud Light Real Men of Comedy Tour was right. it's called. And I, I'm on the tour and Charlie Murphy asked me if I want to go to dinner with him. And I was like, yeah, this is like at the just after the height of Chappelle's show stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're at dinner and Johnny goes, uh, he looks up at the TV. We're at some like restaurant. He goes, do you think uh, Oscar De La Hoya could whoop your ass? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like for, like, for real, right? And I was like, without a doubt, Oscar yeah. De La Hoya would fuck me up. He goes, yeah. He's like, that's what I think, too. And I was like, what would give you any doubt about that? And he's like, Johnny Gill. And I was like, Johnny, what did Johnny, what's Johnny Gill say? Yeah. Johnny Gill, the R&B singer. Sure, sure, yeah. He goes, Johnny Gill said that he could whoop Oscar De La Hoya's ass. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? And he's like, because he's pretty. <laughs> I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah. it would happen so fast. You wouldn't yeah. even, you wouldn't know dude, Johnny that Gill? it started. It would Oscar be over. Oscar De La Hoya would beat the shit out of me. In the lingerie and heels he was wearing. Yeah. Remember when he like, got caught, like he yes. would fucking light me up. Yes. Dressed like that. It's impossible to beat a, a professional. Even though anything. he's tiny. I mean, he's yeah. tiny. Do you but know, still. A female boxer, powerful. professional boxer would kill me. Well, also yeah. it's like with Oscar La Hoya and, and anyone like that level, it's the speed that ends up killing you. Right. Oh. Like you don't even know that four punches have hit you. Sure. It's bap, 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 like Bang. that. And you you would be like either yeah. on the ground or just completely disoriented. It's so right. fast. So fast. That's how yeah. I fight. But yeah. I love that Johnny Gill so was fast. like, I could kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Gill. Yeah. No. That's so <laughs> random too. I know. And I, can, I mean, it's, it was, it's such a ridiculous point that I was like, wait, Johnny Gill thinks he could beat up. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you know who I heard is a phenomenal. I did this show. I hosted the show with Fat Joe, the rapper Fat Joe, who's yeah. the fucking greatest guy of all time. Yeah. But so, you know, I haven't seen him in a few years. But when we did the show, he told us a story like, you fucking R. Kelly is like the baddest motherfucker of all time. Like, we'll beat the shit 
out of anybody and then like sing you know his songs like what? i never knew he's like dude I, he was like you know because i said to him i was like you know being like a tough rapper i was like who's a guy like you would never fuck with he was like you honestly want my real answer bro <laughs> r kelly i was like, like r what? kelly what? he was like dude He's a real motherfucker, as real as it gets. And then I was like, holy shit balls. So I would never think I that I remember R. when Kelly... that story first broke mm. about him being a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, the first story that broke 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, when The same yeah. Chicago Sun-Times Sun writer who wrote this expose, and he's still, like, the guy, he's in the documentaries now. He said that, um, he's like, R. Kelly is a filthy man. Sure. He doesn't shower. No. Like, and he will go, like, a week, and he'll be just a complete mess. You'll smell him like a fucking hallway down. You'll be like, what is that? And it'll be R. Kelly just like Jeez. in his funk. He probably has like full-blown mental illness. That's yeah. just no, like he's a yeah. mentally sick guy. Yeah. You know, not that that excuses anything. It's yeah. like you just, you're, you gotta just, you know. You're saying that you ju- you excuse it and that you love You're him. saying, no, I'm you're saying what Chris is dirty. saying, yeah, Chris I mean, is saying that R. Kelly's actually a good guy. Yeah. Yes. And that you should forgive him yeah. for anything and, that you think and, he's done. And, with my, and, and I've been watching the video when he urinated on that girl because I have the prostatitis and I'm trying to get motivation to pee because I can't <laughs> pee right now because my prostate's too swollen. So that's there the only go. thing I could do. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, okay. Well, before we go here, I want to just replug everything. History Hyenas with you and Giannis Papas. Yes. You have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bay Ridge Boys. And on the, what is it, 16th? That you're, you're uh, uh, October 23rd. Sorry, October 23rd. At ChrisDComedy.com, live stream show anywhere in the country. You can buy tickets right now anywhere in the world. And then October 8th to the 11th, I'm on tour with Andrew Santino. Oh, the Steamy Windows yeah. Store. That's right. You guys are doing drive-ins. Nice. Drive-ins. Cape Cod, Massachusetts, which I believe is sold out. And then uh, Butler, Pennsylvania, Scranton, Pennsylvania, and Delaware. Awesome. Nice. We Come love This was absolutely fantastic. Thank you Thank for coming you so in. Much, Appreciate Chrissy. you guys. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Uh, our closing song, Cool Girls Club. And this is rare. It's by uh, Versace Kalachi, a, a, a female, a lady. Oh, Versace Kalachi, awesome. uh, Cool Girls Club, and she also has a cameo by the desperate one, my blue-haired uh, summer girlfriend from episode one of the live show. Oh wow! Okay, yes, yes. Nice. All right. very nice. Thank Here you. Here we go. Versace Kalachi speaking. Uh, who the fuck is this? It's me, purple hair girl from the chair. I was the one. Myself on cam that time, remember? Oh hell yeah, man! What up, sis? I remember you. You were flicking your bean on the couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you. What? The- I don't have time to talk. Listen, where are you at? Um, I'm just home here now. Hold up, though. Where are you calling from? I'm stuck way down in the mountain. I need you to come get me. Yeah, I could do that. I'm looking at mm-hmm, say eight o'clock, eight fifteen. Fuck, you're doing good. Thank you so much. You're literally saving my life. Bam. Say no more. I am on the way, bitch. Awesome. Piss on me. Beat me. You're the coolest for this. No, you are. You are the coolest. Cool girls for life. We about a year. This is Captain Marcel. Been down into the mountain. We're rolling. Anderson Cooper took my sister. Now we gotta expose him. If you're a Hufflepuff, do not piss me off. Just keep on scrolling. I ain't impressed by crown molding. Show me that dick that you holding. Tick-tick-tell. I'm a fucking walking mermaid, bitch. I dip my nuggets in the doo-doo. Guess what? I'm it. I drink moose soup. 100 specifically delicious. <laughs> Story time. Uh, how you say? I'm not a racist. Start up. 
freaky member of the Cuckoo Girls Club. I shout out Mistress Kawhi when I'm stepping parts out of butts. Tattoo my brown eyes, read some big words, and I married my son. Spitting them tongues and shit, cause I'm a fucking blessing blood. Hudson, I who not not in the book of do blood, that's what we do. You do, you do, do not do you. And yes, my eyes are tattooed. Funny story. My ex Perry in the jail. TikTok, what he do? Do you ever worry that you're all worried and no one's telling you? I'm a reckless eyeballing ho. Do just how it's made up. Selling a necklace made of mustards at the back of my trunk. All right, I'm supposed up. You'll never make powder come. If you ain't licking the scrum, honey, you ain't tricking no one. Abracadabra, ba-ba-boom, shock a day. Wanna see a Spartan kick or taste a bit of the poutine I made? You wanna fuck with my my huh? Twin goddesses activate. Identify as a threat, a nightmare. And my pronoun is your grace. I would recommend a freezing season. Even though my health ain't improving. But I bet you blowing loose holes ain't hardcore enough to do it. Nature's free multivitamin. Why the fuck would I not use it? Keep busting clips in my sip. I'm literally bonding fluid. Energetic template. A spirit working star sea channeler. Hybrid astral key. Hurry up before I take your bike. You better not touch me, bitch. Motherfuckers, you need to restock the hot cocoa when you're done with it. So I'm a cafe. Take a hammock. Shit popped up a set to be stitched. Now I'm straight poly by with vocal fried and size G tip. I keep smelling my vagina in hopes that it'll smell better. It just doesn't. Show the haters how you glass and put your perfect smile in. I'm ride or die. Show me the body. Mommy, we'll chop it up together. Dip that shit in acid. Watch it decay in a row with leather. Why did it chin up the evidence? We better work clever. Bye bye, barista bitch. Cool girls keep secrets. Don't freak no chomos or chomas, though. I'm blowing Cincinnati parts at every goddamn place that I go. I'm not a home, but I'll play. Just you better follow that pro. I'm gonna no. make you want to shadow box my pussy. Two big day songs by Toto. No. We're about to get smoking and drinking and rocking Adidas and peeping on that. Ultra humongous penis. Quarantine and we're latchkey and we beef queefing and queen being. And I'm seeing them jeans seeming like they be low and loose. Leaning LC, Sandy, C's creaming because I hydrate like a piss demon. All you up there doing their thing and stuff like that. Did I stutter? If you're a bully thief, a Manola, copper, or cutter. We cure headaches with mustard. Purple hair girl got you covered. This is the Cool Girls Club with.
within the house of your mother. I was over mama's last night just visiting. And Cheryl jumped over the kitchen counter at me, flying like a Hussein boat in a fighting suit. I don't know why the bitch has always been jealous of me. So I, she run to the phone like the bitch made cunt always does. And I said, you better call every law in Sequoia County this time, bitch. Because you're going to need help prizing my fingers from around your fucking dick sucking throat. So I ended up resting in jail. But I'm out this morning, Cheryl, and I can still say that's right. You didn't swell a shut bitch. And I'm coming over here today, and I'm going to do the two-step in the cowboy boogie till there's a mud hole in your fucking ass.